Doggy Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television and film via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is still not safe for little ears. And there's a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. Hi, everyone. Hi. You're listening to episode six of season three of Doggett Club. What are you going to do, Taylor? You have your hand up. Episode six. There you go. That's what Taylor did. We are uh, digging in deep into the year 1982. Very deep. With our movie thing where we pick a random, random number generator between you know, 70s, Star Wars, and then Jesus, 2007 or whatever. It was about. Pick a year, and we talk about movies of that year. Zibbity Zop. this year... In the year of 1982, <laughs> the year of our Lord. The year after I was born. Year I was bef- one year What old. a beautiful year that year, was. The year too. before I was beautiful, born. Beautiful, beautiful year. I, weirdly, though, having gone through the list, uh, this being after the episode that we recorded this, like half of like the single-digit age little Evan like stick the, VC, the, the tape recorded off TV yeah. movie into the VCR, like three of the like, numbers, one, two, and three, Behind Ghostbusters, I'm just wrong. It's a good year, 1982. So my obviously because maybe the year after, like they were recording, you know, like it'd been a couple years they were on TV. 1982 seems like like some of the toys I played with were were from like yeah the earlier 80s because they were on discount or whatever. Like yeah, 80s man. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, your preferred podcast provider. Uh, I think it's going to be just as long enough. Long we as can long, make it longer. As long as we need. We can make it this is but not an after. Okay. This is not an after credits. No, we yeah, need to shorten it here in a little bit. Follow Ooh, us on Twitter. After credits, at we should do another one of those. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com/slash/doggetclub. Bye. year old i'm i'm negative taylor and i both are non-existent no nope. we are we, children of the 80s but later in the 80s we're the oldest millennials there are this is post greece right greece was in the 70s i believe that is correct was it but i'm not sure that shows how believe hey, our show about 1982 hey, we're immediately going to talk about 1978 another year, experts yeah. oh she's a tv yeah, and movie experts but we don't know when greece was peak, released peak of her fame like she couldn't this is the most famous she ever was yeah xanadu was 1980 she's super all right well what about greece super. greece was 78 78 yeah so okay. 78 then then all of a sudden in 82 she puts out this fucking song oh yeah she's and what about what about filter? <laughs> we were talking about filter before we got on the microphone. <laughs>
Yeah. We yeah, kind I, of obsessed. If we had a, if we had a, a producer, I would be like, go back through the whole podcast and find every time we mention the band filter. filter. <laughs> and we're talking about 1982 yeah. and uh, apparently not. Um, <laughs> filter. Uh, filter. <clears throat> 1982. 1982. Good. This is the start of uh, Lucas. George Lucas had some stuff going before 1982. Yeah. My guess is there might be some bleed in. Might be. We'll have to see. Yeah. Even though I looked at the list. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I'm not that uh, smart. (laughs) Maybe if we... Wait a Taylor just pulls it up. It was in 1982, George Lucas. Now, it's true. It's random. But after Justin had done the random pick, I quickly pulled the list up to take a peek before we started. And we had a little bit of technical difficulties before this Uh, recording started. We got it working, though. Everything's good. We want to just jump right into the wow. top, top 10. Owen Wilson. I, wow. wow. Podcast where we talk about movies and TV and stuff, and we do a year, we pick a year, and then we talk about the movies in that year. Wow. Wow. Uh, Owen yeah. Wilson. Wow. Was I, was I born yet? Did I do that quickly? I'm sure. Wow. wow. He's wow. older than me, isn't he? Wow. Owen Wilson's like I was a child fi- actor. He's wow. Like, he's but at this point, he's like, was oh. he a child actor? I don't know. Probably don't not. Probably not. <laughs> no, no. Don't you remember the Wilson brothers? Uh, 54. He was hour? born in 68. So he, he could have been a child actor at this dirty, point, you know, dirty, but dirty, I don't dirty, think he was. But Gen Xer. No, he didn't nah. start acting until 94. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was 26. I was a little older. Cable oh, Guy was wow. one of the first things he did. Wow, I don't even remember. Wow. wow. I was in Cable Guy. Wow, I've been wow. in a lot of good stuff. Wow. <laughs> and then immediately after that, follows it up with Anaconda. Anaconda. Uh, so, yeah, as talking about movies gets, from the he early was an 90s. Associate producer of As Good as Wow, Owen Wilson. Made me on the 1982, 1982 episode. 1982. Hey, man. fellas, thanks for the invite on the show. Wow. wow. I'm, this is great. Wow. Wow. Oh y'all are God. so oh, funny. Are you Owen Wilson? I'm Owen you Wilson. You guys are so funny. I don't say y'all because I'm so not from Hold on a minute. Wait, pause. Wow. There's, there's two of us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh my God. wow. Where did you come from? Wow. Another one. Wow. Wow. Somewhere Wes Anderson just like came in his pants. Wow. Wow. He wants to put us into a movie as a pair of twins immediately. Wow. I like like weird, weird stuff, you know? Wow, and make it a little funny. Wow. Put us out, you know, couldn't you hey. imagine us on a Wes Anderson movie, in a, like out in a desert holding flags and Boy Scout uniforms? There are some other guests that'll join us besides Owen Wilson. Uh, um, yeah, by the way. There's an uh, issue, actually, at this house that at, we at, have. On the last uh, episode, Tom Cruise showed up. He he hasn't left. He never. Evan just told us when we got here. He never. Yeah, fuck, he's, he never he's, left. He's, he never fucking left. We haven't. He hasn't said a word. He just wanders around our house smiling. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh God. Hey, there he is. Oh my God. TC, you grace us with your presence on our little show. Holy shit. This is huge. We're gonna be. We're gonna make the news here. Uh. Entertainment Weekly, I, Hollywood Reporter, here we come. I slipped into a, uh, a pseudo-coma state the other night. Okay. I uh, stared off into the non-distance and had a chat with my good friend, L. Ron Hubbard. Hey, you know what? I salute you. L. I'm saluting. Yeah, I'm saluting you, L. Ron. You're awesome, TC. And I don't care if you're a cultist, you're badass. See, guys, there's... <laughs> There's a, uh, you know, we told you last time to look up the video of him in the turtleneck with the gold background talking about Scientology. Which was meant for Scientologists in the yeah, audience. Only yeah, for Scientologists. For them. It wasn't supposed to leak. 
you need to look up the award ceremony where he gets yes, a fucking yes, medal yes, in what great. looks to be like, like a, 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 a marble, the place where they make marble churches. Right. I don't know. Like, it's just in, in It's a weird. Insane. Architecture um, And he going got, on. gets this big, weird medal from, what's the guy's name? The, the devil. Oh. The thing oh, gosh. David. Um, the the guy that's running Scientology is who we're talking he look, about. He, he looks, looks evil. like a fucking. David de- Miscavige. Miscavige. Yeah. Oh. oh. He, don't go down the sign. I mean, no, they're evil, but, they, but there's a lot of <sighs> rabbit holes that go down when it comes to Scientology. But uh, he, good old so American religion puts Sorry. this big medal around Tom Cruise's neck. Some sort of like, and and you don't really know what it's for. It's named something where it's like the good for you. You're the got the best thetans. You I don't know. It just he gets an award. Turns people people are are applauding. The whole audience. Scientologists yeah. applauding. Yeah. Tom Cruise turns around. To a the like what twelve foot tall picture of L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, and he's and, just there. It's this giant, and giant as, portrait, as sincere, right? As it pi- was, it a picture? Anything. Was it a picture or a portrait? It was a was huge it, picture of L. Ron Hubbard. It was a picture. Hubbard. Okay, and he salutes it. Yeah, like a marine that just got home and he's watching his his fallen brothers get a like straight from Top Gun, like straight from Top Gun, like serious salute, straight from Independence Day after. President Whitman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, hold on. And before people are like, ah, dumping on Tom Cruise, low-hanging fruit. I have a complicated, I've mentioned before, I have a very complicated relationship with Tom Cruise. Don't like him. Don't like the Scientology thing. Think he's gross. He kind of weirds me out even in stuff I like him in. But Mission Impossible is fucking awesome. I'm going to go see the next, the, the new one. Yeah. It's coming out. I'm going to watch it. I mean, you know what those movies are? Fun from start to finish. It's, it's so interesting that he is that way. Because he's a good actor. I he mean, seems most like the kind of guy. Like I joked earlier, like remember in Paranormal Activity when like they 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 should, will speed up the video of him standing there just watching her yeah. sleep. Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy who like when the, when everyone leaves the room, he just stands there and stares into the non distance and just kind of. And no, no, no. He he goes every. He'll have a smile and then every now and then it go back and then he'll go. It'll it get gravely serious. He'll get it back up again. The smile's back. Like he, uh-huh. Have you ever seen uh-huh. that video of a... He's at a red carpet for something, and somebody squirts him with water? Yes, yes. And it was a British comedian, I believe. You should pause he it. He gets so pause it angry right over this. Where his... <laughs> becomes real, yes. actual Tom... Yeah, there that's is. the moment darkness yes. in that dude's yes. eyes like if there was no one else around <laughs> he would have grabbed that guy by like the cheek with his nails you he know was, what i mean like, he seems like that kind of dude yeah he's like why'd you do that why do you think that's funny he kept like badgering this funny. british comedian what do you think what, and the brit and, and really analyze uh, that why would someone getting squirted in the face unknowingly with a little bit of water clowns have been doing ju- it a clown, for a centuries joke for hundreds of years yeah. why would it what why would why is that funny? funny? Well, you can well, tell how could you? not one I'm Tom Cruise. Person, how could you? How could you? Not one human being in any given day <laughs> puts a fucking pinky toenail in his whole fucking thing or he just like crumples like a fu- Okay, okay, okay. Super famous. La- I read an article this is before before we go <laughs> the the thing with Tom I read an article <laughs> they after Katie Holmes 
they were looking Scientology to be clear. We're probably going to get killed for saying this stuff. Anyway, Scientology, <laughs> they st- the organization <laughs> started yeah. shows up on Taylor's edge. Like, started not even a window with clear. They shot. started Where's looking for Tom Cruise's next like significant other for him to present to him like a young attractive lady that buys into the whole thing. And I think they looked at Sea Org or you know that whole are Child. you saying new now? Like you're going well. Crazy. This is a few years ago that well, I, I read I this mean, article. Katie Holmes was like, she was a bright young actress. Everyone really liked her and stuff. She right. was in the Batman movie, and then all of a sudden she got involved with Tom Cruise. And where the fuck is she going? She just like gave up. You have you have to admit it's pretty weird that the just the idea that this anyway the organization to make so this weird plastic monster we have at the head of our weird church look like a human desperately. Justin, I'm looking at this list from 1982, and you better have like your Spotify search and fingers oh, ready because there's ready. like I'm, ready. I'm looking at like banger theme. There's a right, yeah. banger theme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Now, can I hold on before we start this? Can I ask you guys a question? Can I rip on one of the movies in the top ten? Yeah, I think you can. Okay. And I think I know which one you're going to choose. Okay. But we'll see when we get there. Starting out at number ten in 1982, the top grossing movies worldwide. All the these are all domestic numbers in the top ten. Because in 1982, America was like the rest of the world. <laughs> Do you see he's in the White House? Come on. Come on. Harumph! <laughs> I'm such a little scamp! Annie. Always 1982. Just an unco- I don't know. I, I think it's good. We, it is. It's, it's a good We watched just, it there's recently. There's something about... Listen, there's just something about... Annie. I don't know what it is. Is it that they're dirty kids? I don't know. I, it's I, no. It's something that I did. I. It's existed in my periph since I've forever since I was born. I've never. What the, given, what I've the never hell given, is Annie? I've never, I'm just gonna say it. I never watched it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, little redhead. Did I girl, watch this? Little redheaded girl. Little, little orphan Annie. Little okay, orphan Annie, yeah. I guess I've I, watched it. It does I, not make an impression on me though. Listen to the song. You know this song. Yeah, I've heard the song. I don't remember the it's, There's movie. just like a, a sappy earnestness. I don't even know if I'm using the word right. It's just, I'm like, I just don't. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, if you, you like it, do you like that? Is I that something think, you like? Okay. I think in the time, it was a movie for little girls to, you know, it's a girl. It's a girl movie. It's mostly a girl movie. I mean, it's a Broadway play that people just play the shit out of. There's been a, every young actress on Broadway wants to tomorrow. I mean, Little tomorrow. Little Orphan Annie was a radio show, right? It's the oldest. It's from the reason it's so weird because it it has yes, that, I think that's correct. It actually. has that turn of the century yeah. energy where it's just like hello there, like the way the Canadians talk in South Park. Where it's just like hey there, friend, yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> Good golly, it's New York and it's 1902. Like, let's go do them. <laughs> I don't need... Yeah, I just... I'm, a, I'm good. I mean, Carol Burnett was really I, good it, in it. Now, if I'm going to watch a version of Annie... All right, I'm looking at who's actually in Tim the Curry. version. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. Or Albert I'd Finney. It. I'd fuck with Annie in 1982. So, there is another little bit of information you guys might find interesting for our show. Our listeners, too. If you haven't noticed Tim Curry. I have plugged yeah. in... We now have artificial intelligence... 
that has uh, that assists us on the show. World's gonna in change a lot in the next few years, folks. <laughs> strap anyway. Strap in. Hey, everyone Annie that remembers was, 1993 and when the internet happened. Get Justin ready. was get cor- ready. Justin was correct that Annie was a radio show back in 1930. It ran for 12 seasons. Only reason I know that is from a Christmas story. Me too. I, that's who, that's why I said Annie Dakota ring. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Was, okay. Was that the origin of Orphan Annie? Was a radio show, or was it a story before that? I think it was. I don't know. I probably just, it was a radio show. It sounds I asked like something our that would be a radio personal show. assistant yeah. whether it was a radio show. I didn't ask if it existed before then. So <laughs> it was. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Number nine, the best little whorehouse in Texas. Isn't that Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds and Dolly Parton. <laughs> Burt never <laughs> saw it. I'm Burt. Bart. Uh, there's some Bart, Bart, Bart. I don't. I don't. I mean, love that name, Bart. Ah, Bart Reynolds. I can take him or leave him. Bart. Yeah. Bart. If I'm being honest, yeah. It Bart-y was a. Bart. It was a. It was. But at the time, I'm sure it made a bajillion dollars because it's Bart Reynolds and Dolly Parton in 1982. Yeah. Was it a musical? It looks like it from that preview that we're yeah. watching. It's Dolly, I mean, it's Dolly Parton. Parton. Yeah. You know, I guess I mean, there has to be some musical numbers in it. Dolly was at like the peak of her powers. That's, yeah, I, I probably would watch that. Honestly, let me, I love Dolly Parton. I'll let our audience. I've never try to guess the next one. Number eight. We're here. <laughs> All right, get on the phones. Let's see if they can guess what oh, movie yeah. from 1982. You're up. Okay. <laughs> oh, there my Poltergeist yeah. is Coach. number eight. Steven the, Spielberg. The that, weird, the weird prequel yeah. movie to the series Coach. Let's bring yeah. in. Right? <laughs> yeah, let's right. bring in the medium and have her. Ex- you know <laughs> what is that lady? That okay. lady. You know that, how last time I said we were watching like you know, all the, the the Big Bang universe of shows. Yeah. With little he he plays a a care an old curmudgeon old coach in Coach the guy yeah. uh, uh, Craig T Nelson Craig T Nelson and Young Sheldon. He's huh. really he's good. Yeah, were he's you so got, funny. Do you guys know off the top of your head how many sequels there were no, to Culture Guys? But I haven't seen this. I don't think four. I think there were there was four? either it's either three or four I believe. Okay. And, and I, I, I watched hear, I watched them and they are not. Go back not, to the cast of real quick. They are not no, good. No, what is that lady's name? Zelda, what? Uh, Zelda Rubenstein. Yes, Google, she is the Google medium. Her talking or something. Google her. Google her <laughs> yeah. scene in, in Poltergeist. I, I'm. Uh, oh, I know her. This lady, she's in and her so performance in much. this yeah. has stuck in my little. I watched Poltergeist was one of those scary movies I saw before I should have seen it. Yeah, it's I a good. By the way, young. by the way, I, I just got to say, Poltergeist is a decent Poltergeist horror movie. Fucking rules. Listen, yeah, listen. Where is she? Yeah, that's a full-grown adult woman talking yeah. right now. It's not really coming through. It's very soft. Caroline. She's like a old lady. Imagine like. I've seen her in plenty of other things. Imagine when I say like a 1950s librarian, like in her 60s or 70s. I remember her in teenage. And But with the voice of a five-year-old girl. Yep. It's uh, they cast her intentionally for that because it's right. super uncomfortable. And then the, she eventually, she at some point gets like sucked into the netherworld and you just hear her like voice like calling out to the little girl poltergeist is great if you want a, a spooky movie that's not gross or inappropriate for kids poltergeist is a is like just scary as sh- shit okay going over the line. it looks like there was only three, three but there was a re a re new one right 
Yeah, May twenty second, twenty fifteen. It was a nobody went to go watch it. Sam Rockwell. So the original is worth watching. I hate when you see like a remake like that with like good people in it, and you're just like, and it flopped, and you're just like, God, what a waste. It was. Why not do a new scary ghost movie with Sam Rockwell? That sounds like wait. Go back up to the cover of that. I was just looking thirty five million to make ninety five made. Why do they put a clown on it? What? (laughs) What the hell are they doing? (laughs) Hashtag. What? What are you afraid of? Have, has anyone really even figured out that balance yet between like because there's some remakes that are uh, wonderful right yeah like yeah. there's remakes you love and then there's remakes you that you that in you're in your gut you're like why did y'all do that but like what decides oh wow it? the russo brothers are going to do another uh I mean, another remake four years ago when they said that yeah that might be they might have talked like they were going to and they're yeah. not dead in the water the original is worth watching i i think it's kind of creepy in a way and it's good it's well done well executed was that the movie you were gonna rag on though no okay so it's not 48 hours number seven what's his name 48 hours that's eddie Eddie murphy Murphy and uh i don't remember nick nolte Nolte. odd couple don't remember martha kent from smallville oh Oh. an editor tool yeah Wow. Well, like wow. this woman has a long <laughs> career and just like, hey, it's Ma Kent. Ah, yeah. Oh, Ma Kent. What's up, Ma Kent? Yeah. God, those were the good old days. You went to the theater. You knew you were going to watch quality when they had the Paramount logo. I mean, that's the start of the action comedy, wasn't it? With Beverly Hills Cop, 48 Hours. Wasn't that like 48 Hours was a, was a was proof of concept of like that a, a serious action movie can have funny jokes yeah and it and it not spoil the pie but it also like the buddy cops wasn't that kind of the same thing but odd couple i mean you can look at this and tell me that that like uh, what's that movie with chris tucker and jackie chan oh any any cop movie any law enforcement movie where it's like so and so and bargain lethal weapon right weapon yeah 48 hours was the proto lethal weapon yeah it's good, uh, good action movie. Num- really good action. Number movie. six. One of my favorite movies of all time, period. Star, Star Trek, Trek II, II, The Wrath of Khan. Which I'm going to get by the main title theme here. Kirk. Is that you? <laughs> my old friend? You're going to have to come down here, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. I like when he punches him in the face. I can't, I'll never forget that as a kid watching this movie and watching him punch Khan. Well, imagine and the time. Like, it's smiles, been, it's like, been you can't hurt years me. since Star Trek 1. Star Trek 1 was a little hurt. Imagine being a Star Trek fan. Think about when the show ended. So they'd just been living off three seasons of oh, syndication yeah. for 20 that long. Years. 20 years. They finally get Star Trek 1, the movie. Which is which is okay, fine, but, yeah. but it definitely left people even then going. It was, it was, hey, what? It wasn't too thinky, right? It was a great. Yeah. And 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 all of a sudden, eighty two, and you're like, they're a little older. Yeah. At that time, even they're like, shit. I mean, wouldn't they all like be captains and retired and shit? But <laughs> but like, fucking Rathacon is just with and they and they're like they're bringing back Ricardo Montalbán. Yeah, he did and so it, a lot of people were going, "Ooh, this might be a whiff." It ends up being one of the, and the reason, the way they made it work, because essentially, it's an old school, forties World War Two era submarine movie. Yeah, because yeah. they the the bulk of the best the peak of the movie is them in the nebula, 
and all their senses are dead. Are so they down have, it's those, they have those to... scenes where the whole, all the crews, even Khan's crew, they're all just like quiet. And, and it, I, I, it's just it, it, the, the, the peaks of like stillness followed by just like, what? like Spock, you, I cry at wrath of Khan to this day. You will always be. Yeah. It's my friend. Oh, <laughs> like just Star Trek. I did. If the Wrath of Khan still to this day, so it's my, it's my favorite Star Trek movie. It's probably one of my favorite sci-fi movies. Love Wrath of Khan. Anyway. So a, a big jump in, uh, in profits, uh, number five porkies made like, like mass appeal, 30, silly, $30 million. Dollars. Well, I mean, look where we went from like a musical to a, a sort of raunchy you know, Burt Reynolds movie to like a horror movie to an experimental cop movie, the sci-fi that's just yeah. sort of genre. And, all and, about and the same. The five up is like everybody yeah. watched these five movies. I haven't seen Porky's. Have you seen Porky's? It's a long, a long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. And I, be, I don't remember shit. Yeah. It, I just I, remember yeah, it's it was a, one of a those wild eighties comedy, raunchy comedy type of things. Mm-hmm. Right. The only name I can pick out of here is Kim Cattrall. Aren't they kids? Aren't they young? Like, all oh, they're super young. Like, watch the trailer. Uh, high school guys. Yeah, they're high school okay. teenagers. Yeah, it's about Al. Tommy, Mickey, Tim. right? I don't know. And the biggest man on campus. Why do they call you me? Because it's so big? When they're not in class, they're into everything. So much fucking money. Why did... Why did this make so much fucking money? I mean, there's no one in it. It was, I guess, just because it's like maybe they could see tit. You maybe saw titties. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. The, bunch of gross little boys. Thirty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's, it's not a good movie. <laughs> I think just raunchy comedy. It's I a think. raunchy titty movie that everyone was just like. There's a yeah. Yeah. there's a Look lot of that. like. Look at that money it made, though, off of four to five I just read one million. line in the wiki. It says, Tommy breaks the fourth wall saying cheese to the camera. Our assistant <laughs> said that Porky's is not a movie that kids should watch. It's R-rated. Maybe I did It has nudity, it. a great deal of nudity and explicit yeah. I don't know if I've talk. ever watched this. I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch this. It was set the in the 1950s. Um, yeah. I'm not sure why it did maybe so Maybe I'm getting well. it confused. What's that? Uh, Bad News Bears, maybe? I don't know. It suggests nerds. that Revenge the, of the Nerds. It suggests 101 Dalmatians, American Tale, Bambi, and stuff <laughs> for the kids. So, well, no. anyway, moving on. Yeah, number another one of my four. favorite movies of all time. I can rewatch Rocky. Any of the Rock? I have a now. Which one is Rocky affair. three? Rocky which one three. is he fighting? Who's he fighting in that one? Is uh, Apollo Creed? No, it's Mr. T. It's Clever Lang. Yeah. And they're friends. They, they, he fights Creed in two. Two. He fights. Creed is the first two. Then it's Clever Lang. Then it's Ivan Drago. Then it was the garbage fifth one. Oh. And then they get into I remember Rocky four. Balboa. Yeah. And then the, those, the Creed movies. Those fucking Creed movies are so good. So. I, <laughs> Again, I, but I equate it to wrestling. It's fake fighting. It's yeah. scripted fighting where the fight happens exactly how you want it to happen. The underdog wins and shit. Like, it's perfect. Look who else is in that movie. 
Hulk Hogan. That's Thunderlips. Thunderlips. Because 1982 was his genesis as Hulk. Yeah. He got he became Hulk Hogan on the back of doing stuff like this. I was I was chuckling earlier because I had pulled up the Rocky Three soundtrack and a couple songs were uh, performed by Frank Stallone. Oh, Frank. Frank Stallone, that used to be an old SNL joke. Yeah, Norm McDonald's. Yeah, so Frank funny. Stallone. <laughs> yeah, right. you oh. guessed it. R.I.P. Frank R. I. Stallone. R.I.P. Oh. oh, number three? An officer and a gentleman. What a name. Do you Everyone, know who's in that one? No. Everyone's mom. From I, remember the, I remember the name of it. Richard Gere? Okay. Yeah. And Tom De- Cruise. Deborah Winger. No. <laughs> Deborah Winger was in Leap of Faith with Steve Martin. Richard Gere, this was also Robert kind of Lotia. when he was at, Richard Gere was at the peak of his powers in the 80s. Oh, yeah, for like sure. He was just... A, the pretty Woman was everybody's, not... Everybody's like, mom. Everybody's mom in 1982 went and watched... Went and watched Richard uh, Gere. And swooned over Richard Gere. Richard yeah. Gere. In a uniform. Is he okay? I mean, is come he, on. Is Richard Gere doing okay? I mean, I haven't heard about him in a long time. Well, he's Let's a very see. old man, Taylor. He is. He was in his 40s and the 80s. born in 49... old he's a little old this is kind of kind of sad actually <laughs> yeah dude we're all in our 40s are gonna be in our 40s all the stuff from when we were kids if they were in their 40s when we were in something when we were a kid they're fucking old hey, and they're gonna die i still a good looking old man <laughs> think about all the days we have ahead of us hey man did you hear that harrison ford died oh what happened oh he's just super old and he died well. oh. <laughs> oh, uh, oh man hey did you hear that mark hamill died what yeah, man, he just died. He was old. Oh. Richard Gere did have an issue this year. He had pneumonia, and he has recovered. That's uh, good. That's good. Me, an update Gere. in Instagram Feb 23 said that he's feeling much better. I like Richard Gere, though. I like him in movies. Yeah, I like Richard he's Gere. He's only 70. He's 73 is not that old. Yeah, it's not that old. Vince McMahon is older, isn't he? That'll be a good day. Hey, dude, did you hear Vince McMahon's dead? Nice. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, I hope he's burning He hell. stepped back from acting, too. Yeah. Richard Gere did. That's what it says. So Vince I think, McMahon was... He never yeah. acted. Tootsie. Number two. Tootsie. You know who's in that one? Dustin Hoffman. That's right. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, no. Hoff- but it's a movie about a guy doing drag. It probably poisoned everyone's minds, right? It did. Oh, man. I it did. A whole genera- oh, it did. It did. No, they're trying to corrupt the kids <laughs> with this. I believe garbage. he won an Oscar uh, for that movie. It's filth. If it has drag in it, I'm not going to watch. Oh, it's no, he didn't win. Awful. Uh, Jessica Lange won the Oscar that year for Best Actress. And hey, there will be t- no drag here. Dustin Hoffman would have gotten If they'd have filmed that in Texas now, he'd be arrested. Good job. Terry Garr, Bill Murray. Who's Bill Murray? Who's Tell Bill Murray? <laughs> Who's Bill Murray? <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Like he's the one. He's the one famous person. That if you woke up and they like the doorbell rings at six thirty, and you open the door and it's Bill Murray, like at least part of you'd be like, "This tracks." Yeah, this tracks. What's up, man? Wow, this is an honor. Come want to come in and have some coffee? And the number one movie in nineteen eighty two. The first movie I ever saw as a human being. Really? Yes. My parents took me when it like I was a, it was still in the theaters by the next year. By the way, VT stayed in theater. Look at the jump from two to 
one. Oh yeah. I'm just ET was Tootsie made 177 million dollars. Domestic. ET made 359 million dollars. And here's the big shocker. And this is the movie I'm going to rip on. Oh, okay. You don't like Drew Barrymore? Here's the big shot. I told it. I, I, I didn't say any. I don't have a problem with Drew Barrymore. I just think. I I think this movie sets a song I wanted to play. Yeah, that's. ET. Get this. ET was in theaters, main theaters, main screens, in theaters for a full year. Yeah, and that was one of those movies. Literally, it was released when I was negative one, and when my parents wanted to go see it, they took me. Wow. It was the first movie I ever witnessed as a person. E.T. And what do you think of E.T.? It's a great as movie. A, as a, an adult. It's a fucking great. I mean, it's 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 won tons of awards. Critics love it. Audiences it's love it. It's still heartwarming, and it has a good... The role, last though, time I, I tried to watch it... The last time I tried to watch it, though... Something didn't work for me. As your, a, oh, well, your wonder is dead. <laughs> Your inner child. Your inner child is is finally just like E.T. is a masterpiece. I heard E.T. is the best film of the blah blah blah. And then I watch it and I'm like, I well, think I saw it once. It's it's good. I need to watch it again. It, I like it's good. I, it it's, is. It, if you sat down and watched that, it's a tearjerker. With your family, it's a tearjerker because they start if, they like, they start to take him away. You think your kids have ever um, seen it? I know. I don't think they have. Oh, dude, watch fucking watch ET. Yeah. And that, their whole family will be sitting in the living room like <laughs> the scientists grab them and they start doing experiments against the kids' will. You know, and, I feel like oh, you get you man. They you talk about building a villain out of just like I feel yep. like Flight of the Navigator was like a knockoff of ET. Oh, it was. It happened because. ET happened. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Like, the studios immediately went, uh, another dark haired kid. Uh, with space, Compliance. Space. Make it, <laughs> I don't know. Just, <laughs> you know, I watched, I watched Flight of the Night. I like, I like it in a way. It's so five or cheesy. six years ago. It's bad. Compliance. And it's, it's different than I remember. When I was a kid and watching hey, Flight oh. of the Navigator, I was like, Oh, this, this is awesome. Yeah, as a kid, it was amazing. And I remember oh. watching it as an adult and I'm like, I tried to watch it with Stephanie, and she... Like, that young man should go home. This seems very dangerous. <laughs> Somebody could get hurt. He could fall out of there. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God, there's animals in the... Bi- get that child out of that spaceship. Put that thing down. <laughs> I just remember there being a lot more to it when I was a kid. And, it, uh, it's pretty simplistic, but yeah. it is a time travel right. thing, yeah. which adds a little bit of depth to it. What they don't know. tell you is that... After the movie's done and he gets home, he he got space chlamydia from that little worm. Yeah, he got super sick. <laughs> what uh, if they redid ET and they made it like a yeah, horror? You movie talk about and something they, that he, just won't they, happen. Alien? I don't know if it'll it, ever. It happen. goes it goes halfway through the movie, just like it. Nor it just, I mean, scene for scene, they recreate it, and the kids bonding with the alien, and when they touch fingers, and then he just <laughs> melts. The kid, the kid just screams and turns to dust. <laughs> No, he he, he, he starts oh, forcing no. the kid to murder people. <laughs> Murders his family. His humans must go. Yeah, you find out that, that E.T. Was, wasn't a lost little alien. He was just like the like... You know, he was, he's like the silver surfer to some like like bigger being. Like he's just scouting Earth. It turns he, out... His in, little finger is just a signal for some right, like a beacon. moon-sized creature to come along in and the like remake, suck our resources out. The villain... 
of the original is actually the good guy. He's trying to stop. Yeah, the scientists. The, are, the scientists are desperately <laughs> trying to contain it, and the little kids like biking away, like, "Son, please come back." In the eighties had the eighties had a habit of making like scientists and bureaucrats, regulators, like that, bad, bad guys. guys. They Think were it. always villains. Like Think about sci- a, the science, like short, Ghostbusters. Short circuit. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, short circuit. Like you can name like. Sir, you don't. Oh. Bill Murray's like, don't, don't. We've you been, don't want to touch that, and that we, guy's just like, we've been shut inst- it down. Hollywood has been instilling a firm distrust of the government. Yeah, the reason I think part and parcel, part of the reason you hear a lot of boomers and older people go like, you can't put people in the good because right? every movie and show they saw was yeah. like. You know, fucking <laughs> some like mustache twirling or like just some functionary where like people are screaming like you just don't understand. Like, nope, gotta follow the rules. Like scientists are bad people, apparently. But then but so I you love, think of that effect. I love short circuit so I, much. I told you that it's one of the shows when I was when I the movies when I was like a kid. You know, when little kids it's a tale as old as time since VCRs existed. Yeah. Like I the kid that watches the one tape yeah. over and over and over. Short circuit was that for me. So for like good. for like my child like little kiddom, I would just like pop in short circuit and yeah. start playing with toys. Yeah. Like I it's a tale as then, old as but that's time. definitely a movie that's definitely a movie I can't really watch anymore with the same eyes because of fucking what's his i'm like oh that fucking indian oh the whitest man ever <laughs> doing i'm just like wait what the, the indian guy in short circuit is is a white man have you ever seen hackers uh, he's in that it's is he's just hackers, a, he's a squirrely little, a white little guy. you remember the indian character in short circuit yeah vaguely he's it's a been white, a while he, since he I've was watched in it. brown face that's Crosby. a very white man. oh man that's rough. Yeah. He plays the bad guy in Hackers. He's the smarmy guy that's like fighting them in the <laughs> control room. Remember the guy on the skateboard? Oh my gosh. From Hackers. <laughs> that's the indie quote unquote Indian guy from it's I forget his name. Oh. But uh like oh Nutan Crosby. Like like he look he he says now, he's like, Hey, fair game. I was it was it was a different time. I am so sorry, like Indian people that are yeah. insulted by that shit. Like what's his, his name? His name is Various Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens playing uh, Ben. Ben. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. 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 Oh, Newton Crosby. Apu. <laughs> his yeah. name in Hackers was the plague. He's in Succession. He's one of the uh, attorney, uh, the PR. He's a great attorney smarmy dude. Little, that, little shit. Man. Yeah, he's, he's a, a small smarm, smarmy or little. He's, he's, he firm. You know, he's one of those actors. He's a that guy that just found his typecasting role and just like snuggled into it like a sleeping bag. And went, yeah, I'm gonna be a smarmy little little smarm smarm guy. <laughs> and I'm gonna just have. I'm gonna work for thirty solid years. Just no, he's done a lot. Playing like being the one a episode lot. where they need like. The the lawyer or the accountant or the the, the sleazy bookie or the hacker guy or the <laughs> Well He was in he was Iggy Koopa in the Super Mario Brothers movie. The 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 only Super Mario Brothers movie that matters, by the way, the one from the what nineties? Ninety three? Ninety three. That was another one. Although I, I love that movie. This new Mario Brothers I movie. Is pretty good. The fact that it made s- s- the money it made. A lot of people liked it. it. 
it, fr- it I don't know why Jack Black me. as Bowser I know. is so good. It's just such a mass appeal thing. And, yeah. and, 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 but then if you take a step back and it's like, it's Mario. Yeah. What a, even as just as Mario's the, the weird right, Mario's the weirdest thing in the world, right? But the cool, it makes no sense. The I cool love thing I is, love the Evan Mario. is that I love Mario. I'm just something, saying though, it's, something that I played with as a five year old, some game that I played as a five year old that like my five year old yeah. is also playing on an iPad. Yeah, like it, he he's just survived time. I did see the scene in a clip where they explain away the voice. Yeah. And they sort of pass it off to what his dad or something or some other member of his family were like, why are you talking like that? And he's just, <laughs> yeah. and it's Chris Pratt going, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> because we couldn't have two hours right. of that voice just doing all of this. Yeah. Sorry. Like, <laughs> there was definitely, there was the thing that held up Mario from becoming like something like that is that yeah. they all went, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, for, you can't, you just can't do that. Yeah. So Even it, if you had an Italian guy doing that, you'd still that just that would yeah. grow so tiring. Mario was meant to speak in little mamma mia. You know. Um in some of these other years when I go down to the bottom, there's at least two hundred movies. In nineteen eighty two that it only goes to number one thirty two. And then you wonder like there were obviously other and movies. And I kind that of want to see know. this movie Parasite. <laughs> It that, made that made quite a bit of money. Twenty two all foreign, so it was a foreign film. Twenty two hundred seventy dollars foreign o- overseas. Parasite. I wonder what it is. Parasite. Nineteen eighty two. It's kind of giving me vulgar vibes. In a post apocalyptic apocalyptic USA, a doctor slash scientist infected with a new strain of parasite ends up in a small desert town trying to find and a cure. Nobody's in it. Well, yeah, and it was in 3D. <laughs> well, there were there were two movies and what called Parasite in, released in 1982. Really? Actually. Yeah. Uh, so, 19, but the 132 movies, who knows? What, when do you cut it off? When yeah. do they decide, oh, well, these are the actual movies and everything else is just dudes with cameras? I don't know. Well, like, how many? You know, yeah. I so know. I think that Parasite right there is a South Korean black comedy thriller film directed by Bong Joon-ho. I'm not. Isn't I there a mean. fairly recent movie that was like very good, one like Oscars and shit called Parasite from Korea? I don't know. Or what was that one? Wasn't there something that from from? Oh, it was released in Bulgaria, Taylor. Okay, this isn't making sense. <laughs> let's this, not, never let's mind. Not, let's, let's not, not linger now. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. Stuck in the weeds, gentlemen. Uh, the only thing that I kind of see here is Bugs Bunny's third movie. And Monty Python live, live at the at Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl. Bowl. Have it's you seen live, that? It's a live performance. You seen it's it? Fucking great. Yeah, it's I like Monty Mon- Python. I like it's Monty, Monty Python back in the eighties when they were super funny. Monty Python is inappropriate though. Very for a lot of people. Super, and that's what's and it, funny. And about some it. of it, it's the funniest thing. Fairly like, looking back, some of it, I would say a lion's share of what they've done is timeless comedy. Like, yeah, did not, it doesn't date itself. It's not about the politics it's clever. of the time. It's just clever. Timeless humor. Is it also like slapstick, but or is it most more? Some of it is. He, they very put slapsticky and silly, but very slapstick, silly phrase. stuff. But they'll use serious, deep topics, and they'll make light of it. Yeah. And it's, it's they're great. They're, they're, I mean, and we're talking the deepest of the deep: right. philosophy, religion. Yeah, they'll they'll do guys. they'll they're do anything. Very well read, but then there's just some of their skits don't age. Like it's, some of it's, it's a product of the yeah. time because it's either misogynistic or right. a little homophobic. Yeah. But they came up in the 60s. But that, to be they, fair, that's that's, that's most yeah. comedy. Like the Lumberjack song is gets a little bit like 
uh, gay panicky about yeah. like women's clothing. It's like, well, bleh, you know, but but there's certain things they do like. I love sketch troops that don't date themselves. Whitest kids, you know, was one like that. Yeah. New kids. Uh, can uh, you click on five kids in the days hall. one you know, summer? You can watch it, and there's no like top that might topical be, references. That just sounds like a good title to a film. Five five days, one summer. That's a good. This right? was Sean Connery. Sean Connery. There you go. I'm a bit troublesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look into my background. Sir Sean Connery stars in Fred Zinnemann's haunting tale of incestuous love oh. set against a magnificent Ooh. background of the Swiss Alps, Taylor. Oh, shit. I picked a doozy. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor wants to watch, uh, wants five to watch days Sean Connery one sex summer. with his sister. What? <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I've seen enough. Let's it's go, only rated PG. It can't be that bad. Let's go climb that mountain and have sex on the peak there. <laughs> <laughs> Sister dear. <laughs> mount you atop the mount. It had a 25% RT. 25%. Very, very bad movie. 6.7 IMDb, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> a terrible movie. See what else is here. What else have we got uh, here? Um, Jinxed sounds familiar, maybe? I like talking like Sean Connery. Anything else that you see? Uh, look. Wow. I bet uh, if we like opened some of them, but I don't know. But on this page, it doesn't really jinx. Nineteen eighty-two. The eighties. Bat Midler, Rip Torn. I don't know. This no, it's the Cinder. Rip Torn. Rip Torn. So Jinx, there's a movie called Looking to Get Out. Looking to Get Out. Click on Looking to Get Out. Looking to Get Out. That's sterile. And is I like that a taste? Watches another uh, <laughs> incestuous incest movie. <laughs> what is it? Hollywood. John Voight. Angelina Jolie. Oh, fuck. Like fuck little teen. I know how to pick them. Little teenage. Voight. Some weird shit. Fuck Angelina Jolie. What a shitty dude. John what was Voight. this? Anne Margaret. What a piece of it's shit. An American comedy film, Taylor. Looking to get out with an apostrophe. Ill conceived vehicle for actor John Voight to showcase his character comedy talents. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Let's go. Let's, right. I've had enough of that. Yeah. I don't yeah. like his face. I don't like his <laughs> politics, and I don't like his face. Um, Penitentiary 2. 93 Man, to 106. Nothing. There's nothing here. Don't. What is Penitentiary 2? Venom? Is there Venom? Is it not? That's not that no, Venom. Venom? Not, Jekyll not and Eddie Hyde Brock. together. In a, okay, but Penitentiary 2, Wait, I want to see open that. open up Jekyll and Hyde together again. Penitentiary 2. That sounds like a terrible, two like, was, shitty. Uh, Ernie Hudson was in that one. <laughs> and Mr. T. Oh. What was it? What was the premise? It was a. Uh, it's a action prison movie. Okay. I'm good. I, mean, I tried to... That it's literally the title. I thought it would be like a horror film about. Nope. No. Eighties more straightforward, man. Yeah. What's on the tin is what you're getting. Together again. That sounds from like well, you know, when you get like that tickle in the back of your head, like. Oh, I had no no what one tickle? that one. Like what tickle? Like it sounds really? vaguely familiar. Okay. Like you're like that's might Jekyll be something. Doctor Jekyll discovers a white powder that releases his inner animal when inhaled and is altered by Mister Hyde. Is that these people? Some sort of random maybe not. I don't metaphor. Know. Is that for a metaphor for cocaine or Never what? Mind, then. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking. Is it? Right? It's rated thinking, R. It sounded like a, like maybe a comedy. Rated R. Uh, there is a hilarious R. scene according to this YouTube right. title. Click it. Click it. Why not? <laughs> Our <laughs> podcast is explicit. <laughs> <laughs> Rated R. Maybe it is. Let's see. 
It kind of looks a little like a Gene Wilder. In a lab, not some nondescript white guy with a fro in a lab. He's unscrewed. He's got some scissors. He's got yeah, some tools. Powder. He's. Maybe. Looks like he's. Yeah. He he's got line. the powder. He's gonna do a line. He's got a p- white powder. He's pouring he's down. Snort, he's gonna snort that shit, isn't he? This is something. You filthy. So this is like a, a reimagining of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, or a sequel. Jekyll and Hyde, uh, what do they call it when things are uh, like Sherlock Holmes? Or Wasn't there a where you don't have to pay for the rights? Wasn't there it, uh, a game? public domain? Public is, domain. Is Jekyll and Hyde public domain? It probably is because it goes way, way back. Right? I thought. Was it I cartoons? Think. Why does he keep yawning? I don't know. He needs a little upper. I'm about I think to need that's, what he's, yep, he, that's what he's going <laughs> it's for. It's on a mirror. Is this he's this? cutting it up, moving it around. Gosh, this looks like cocaine. Well, it's totally trying to be. I mean, it's the 80s. He just dropped a bunch of it on the floor. What's he? Or he mixed two powders together. Okay, this is... All right. Can you it's, fast forward, like, go halfway through? Whoa. Oh, he just snorted it in his sleep. He had a straw. Oh, fell for that it. That went into. Right, yeah. Jump forward. Jump forward again. Ah, now, oh, wow. oh my! <laughs> oh, and now he is. His hair is wild, and he's sh- stripping, and he's growing big. You know what? I've seen this guy before. In Saved by the Bell. Oh. I know this guy. Oh, don't you love it when the they, chains oh. appear? That's new. And a oh, razor with a razor blade. No wonder this. So it's like a and a gold tooth. Okay, well, that's, r- that's a little racist. So we're wow. Just go. We're moving on. Ah, we picked. Moving that on was a good one. Here. Good one. Just go up a little. Let's like until we actually no, 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 see something. One page at a time. Close yeah. it the fuck see down. See what we got. We there's. I want to. There's. There's certain things I want to explore. Like I'm not. The I'm Last not... American Virgin, Still of the Night. Listen to these titles. Evil Under the Sun. The Last Unicorn. The Last Unicorn. Uh, these are great titles to movies that could be like Oscar-worthy shit, right? At, in the Person, Hold on. Personal best I've heard of. And it's been referenced in something that I've seen. 1982 personal best was... Mm, yeah, see, that's it. we keep opening them up. Oh, going, oh no. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Shit. No content here. These Moving are garbage on. movies. <laughs> okay, yeah. Decent rotten. Actually, yeah. Score. It was well loved by critics, yeah. but not no. so much by everyone. Right, I'm going to go back on bullshit. Here. Class yeah. reunion. The, show, hanky, okay, hanky. cat people. Okay, I got one. Cat people. We 75. I, I showed Ray this movie. This is a movie that I watched as a kid. Over and over. All right, let's let's look at over this. Again. Is a movie called the Pirate Movie. The Pirate Movie. Uh, Justin just said, "I do." I'm going to narrate what Justin just said. He just said he watched it. It's it's a musical ish, but it's very referential. Like oh God, I don't know how to explain it. It's irreverent. It's so interesting and i think you guys would actually love it because of how bad it is in some places. But have you how, know what the RT is on it? Yeah. Nine percent. Nine percent. Nine percent. That makes it worth watching, though. <sighs> yeah, because it's so bad. Yeah, but it has. That can cut both ways. So, have you ever heard of a movie called The Blue Lagoon? Yeah. Yes. With Christopher Atkins, he was in this movie. 
Christy McNichol was in Empty Nest. She was the daughter in Empty Nest. She was also she made a couple appearances in Golden Girls. Christy McNichol. Um as one of their daughters, right? Yeah. 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 The I don't know how to explain this movie to you, but it's so something assuming, about it. I'm assuming it's a movie about pirates. Yeah, but it's like is it a musical? It looks like there's a lot of yes, songs. There's a lot of songs. But okay, I'm We're pirates. Hold on. We're pirates Hold and on. we have a ship. I'm gonna play we a song. Sail around the world. The we plunder the people of Earth. I'm gonna play a couple songs from this because this movie has made has had an effect on me. <laughs> Apparently we found something deep within Justin here, folks. He, he messes the sea. But the pirate movie. Okay, we, had it, we had it on VHS, recorded from TV, with commercials. Wow. So there's a man in a diaper under the ocean in a deep sea diver's helmet yep. set up. So this was a vehicle for some pop music that they had. Because it's just a song about love. Now there's an animated There's an animated on top of the live action. It's a music video movie. It's there's like she's fast pumping the walk before the air you were down to his dollar diver's, diver's bell. I, hey, uh, this is kinda good. The music the mu- yeah. the music is really catchy. It's kinda catchy. That eighties vibe, that eighty it, that's that's home for us, Evan. That's where we grew up. We grew up in this. Look at that. that. It feels that is, good. It's is, got dancing fish and octopus. Some, and You can just look at that. An, if you just looked at a still of that animation, be like, early 80s. Yeah. That's the early 80s. Um, that's that uh, it's not going to show the sword fight. There's a Jack really good sword Sparrow. fight, but... Um, this song right nothing, here. Nothing like visual content on a pot. No, but the music makes it work. Um, <laughs> this one right here. <laughs> this is like... Like, hey, podcast so, audience. You know when people do this? So cliche, this song. It's like a love song. <laughs> They've never met. They're standing on a beach far apart. You can hear him singing over the video. Like he's not actually singing in the in the video, it's, but he's singing over it. Yeah. yeah. Now they show her far down the beach. <laughs> so she's alone on the this. Are they on a desert island or what? No. Where are they? No. Uh, they dock their ship, the pirates. Okay, she they, was. They lock eyes. I'm trying to figure out which one of the Golden Girls' daughters she. The Empty Nest daughters. What was he in? She I've said seen she was in Golden him. Girls, right? Because of the Empty Nest crossover. She was the daughter of the doctor in Empty Nest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about the guy? They slowly walk towards each other while singing the song. The guy was in the Blue Lagoon. Okay. He was anything else? I don't. He was a teen heartthrob back in those days. You know what it's making me think of just when I'm barely listening is that Adam Sandler song at a medium pace. (laughs) Gosh, I love that song. No, Chris Take Pratt that can. shampoo bottle and shove it up my ass. The Blue Lagoon. I mean, uh, talk about your boyfriend's dick and him. I don't know if you've you ever seen it, any of his other movies, Taylor. I haven't watched 
Blue Lagoon and probably like I was a child probably when he's still acting too still at it 40 years just who yeah Evan (laughs) called it this is a this is a music video movie yeah like but there's some really good songs there's some really funny moments (laughs) those actors you know have just like they've just paychecked it to paychecked it for like 40 years since the you know who we need to get on you know who we need to get on this show is Johnny Depp that would bring us publicity and I'd have to think about how to do a Johnny Depp it's not just Jack Sparrow (laughs) Uh, Christopher Atkins was in 27 episodes of Dallas he was in one episode of Red Shoe Diaries. Oh man, Red Shoe Diaries. One episode. Talk about a show. Yeah, you probably had weird tucked penis sex with some actress. Evan, didn't you have? Didn't you add lyrics to that Dallas theme? He did. I think I he did. I don't did. remember them. It was rich, white, rich white people in Texas. Yeah, something about oil men. It's a show about white people in Texas. White people. Rich yeah. white people. Rich white good. people. Rich white people yeah. in Texas. <laughs> I listened to that way too much. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Oh, man. Uh, no. If you have a couple hours randomly one day, this movie is free on YouTube, the pirate movie. Check it out, watch it, and tell, okay. and tell me what you think about it. That's can all we, I want. Okay, can we click on cat people? Because that is <laughs> driving me fucking nuts right now. <laughs> There's people. a movie called Cat People. Which is a remake from a 1942 film 40 years later. Is it a horror movie? I don't movie? know if it's actually a remake. Is it a horror movie? It is a horror fantasy okay. movie. Okay. Yes. I know there's a wicked. I know there's so a wicked David Bowie. Song there is a people, older. There's an older movie, movie. There's an older movie in the sixties or seventies. This must be a remake for that 60s, 70s one that I saw on a, on AMC, and it was on or TMC. It was on one of those Halloween festivals. TC TC whatever. Okay, and. I don't know, man. It's a remake of a 1942 movie. Wait, wait, look at that old. Yeah, it's that old. It's creepy shit. It's creepy. Um, Look, that's a kick-ass song. If you want to just play it, there's some Cat cat People by David Bowie. There's some creepy old movies out there that nobody pays attention to. That's the one. This is a cool song. This is uh, the the theme song from the movie Cat People. Putting on, putting out fire, putting out fire. Who? So. Who is that? Who's that on the cover? That is <laughs> Natasha Kinski, maybe? Natasha Kinski Natasha. is a German Nat- actress. Natasha. Yeah. Na- you know her? I mean, I don't know. No, I, I can say that. It had this song. guy, Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> Ma- Malcolm John. McDowell. He's been in like everything. John Hurd. Kevin's dad, Peter McAllister. Kevin! And Martha Kent from Solo. <laughs> Martha. All right, all right. Get to the song. Come on. It does, it's a lot. There we go. David Bowie. There's 80s for you. What an era. God, we're missing so much now. And the video's cool, too, because it's like David Bowie, like, videoing into a panther. Good stuff. And people just don't, they don't know what they're missing. We're all over the place, folks. Okay. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, cat people. That's made an impression yeah. on some people. Yeah. 
what else? Any any there? other titles that kind of strikes y'all? As... Not on this page. Okay, no next. One next up. Right there, Taylor. To the possession. I've watched it, I think. <laughs> they all kind of blur together <laughs> after a while. <laughs> Another possession movie. The re-release of Star Wars. When was the original Star Wars Episode Five Empire? Uh, 1980. I think it was 80 on the dot. Big Empire. enough movie. They could, really, they could release it two years later. And Interesting. They just put it in theaters again. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Uh, so yeah, real quick. Wait, Anthony, wait, Anthony, wait, 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 wait. The Beastmaster. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Beastmaster. And there is another the, at the very top. I yeah. want to talk about Halloween yeah. 3. The number Beast 53. Master. Had. Who's that? Rip Torn. <laughs> the first name? Mark Singer. Mark Singer. That, that's really familiar. Mark, Mark Singer. Singer is. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mark Singer. Yeah. He's a that guy. Hey, fellas. Well, I'm Mark Singer. Can I be on your show? Uh, I guess I, not. I'm a. I'm just a guy. It's me, it's me Mark, Mark Singer. Mark, Mark Singer. How you, doing? you want me to be on your show? I was it's known for the Beastmaster. How are you, sir? How have you been doing? I've okay. been Beastmaster. I've the, acted quite a bit more than you would the think. The thing I've most I, recently seen him in is Arrow. That's I, right. I was in Arrow, yeah. and I've been in a lot of other things. Yeah. Look like, at my list. Duck Dodgers. Something? Do you remember that from 2005? He's a voice of in Duck Dodgers. The Beastmaster TV series. That only he, lasted one season. He he was he was really strapping himself to that Beastmaster yeah, rocket. He was. he was hoping that was going to be his vehicle. I'm a Beastmaster. Hey, he was. Y- you guys are making fun of me now. An episode of Highlander, the animated series of Batman. Yeah, Batman. he doesn't really. Yeah, I mean, he was a big. All right, Taylor. Halloween three season of the witch. That was so, the one where they didn't use Michael Myers. That's right. They so thought that, they were going to make it like an anthology. Series. So Halloween two kind of had an ending for Wrong. Michael Myers. So they thought, and <laughs> they thought yeah. they would do a movie Halloween three season of the witch. And it's go look up the uh, real quick if you don't mind, Justin, yeah, looking yeah. up season of the witch song on YouTube. Oh, okay. Halloween three. I think that there's a little song that's a little catchy thing, and these people uh, have to listen to this theme. Uh, no, click the Halloween TV commercial. Go up. It was. It's up. Oh. No, no, no. Up on there. Up there. It's up. It's the title of right there. Click it. So this little theme song plays, and they watch this. And once everyone watches it, like all hell's gonna break loose. It's like some sort of message. I can't remember the theme, the actual story very well, <laughs> but I do <laughs> because it's a terrible fucking. <laughs> no, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to say Halloween three because it got the name Halloween three. You can turn that off. They 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 it's an okay it's an okay it's an okay horror movie because they had but they called it Halloween three and everybody wanted to see Michael Myers so they hated going into the theater with their Michael Myers masks all like woo it's another Halloween movie and they're just sitting there for the first fifteen minutes going but they had to have seen it by half an hour they're like this is but they had to have seen the trailer right. 
Yeah, and they tried, like Evan said, they but tried to make it an anthology thing. And it's you're it not, did you're not talking barely work. the birth of Kate. Where yeah. would they have seen the trailer for that movie? Unless they had watched another movie. That's Unless where, I, probably, that's where and, we and always saw them. Yeah, a, a sequel, trequel to a horror movie. Yeah. So on probably at night. So maybe uh, pr- I would say over half the uh, most people went to movies just on the poster. Yeah, they didn't get to true. see unless it was the main once uh, the top five. Those like where the jump was. Right. Those movies all I, the reason people went to see Porky's probably the year, the time of the year it came out. Yeah. It's probably the summer or whatever. And it probably had a crazy budget. Oh, Porky's was probably the summer blockbuster comedy movie. Right. And then they were promoting Halloween they promoted for the, fall. They promoted, they probably promoted Porky's like 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 crazy, and that's why people went to saw yeah. it. Because they, they probably could put it on a bus or on, a, on a, the, the commercial might be able to play in primetime, whereas Halloween's not going to... No. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, I thought it, it's an interesting movie. It doesn't it's people, the only were go- people saw what was on the tin and went, hey, hey I let, like that. I've let, seen that twice. I like that. Let me put it another way. Halloween, like six and seven halloween h2o all of these halloween sequels recently see halloween three is probably better than most of the sequels especially the 90s sequels yeah. of halloween the, the la- they redeemed it obviously but yeah, the they last. did with with the more recent the, ones wasn't the more, wasn't better the more, didn't the more recent one like i don't like, like literally the rob, right after i don't two. like the rob zombie well one. they with the more recent halloween sequels where it's a continuation of the first two movies they just first like, one they plop it down they actually the they actually deleted number two it went hollow so there's actually Three Halloween timelines. Yeah, you've kind of walked through. Very and I'm not going to walk through it again, but right. bottom line is the newer one is Halloween 1, and then it jumps to the new movies. Yeah, and I saw that. That's the new first one. Speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, have you two watched everything? Not yet. It's on my list. Motherfucker. It is. It's on my watched list. what? Everything. everything everywhere all No, once. I can't. I can't watch it. <laughs> not allowed to. No, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't gotten to it Just yet. saying, if you want a guaranteed, mark my words. Why isn't it streaming for free? That's the question. Because so it's, it's so it's, popular. It's it won a billion Oscars. I haven't rented it. The well, number, it's the number. won a bunch of awards. The number 54 movie stood out to me, Diner. Okay. And it looks because Kevin Bacon, Mickey Rourke, Steve Gutenberg, Paul Reiser, Tim Daly, Daniel Stern. Wow. What wow. a what big a comedy. Cast. 91% Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Like, I kind of wow. want to watch this movie because I, I think that. it's probably good. Um, so I'm interested in that one. Night Drama, night. comedy. Might try to find that one. I want, like, the serious stuff, like the. Anyway, <laughs> the people where people are dying. Grease 2. My ex-wife. The secret of oh, my ex-wife liked there, Grease two more than Grease. You there know what? is I a know horror, people like that. There's a horror movie number forty two that thing. has to be mentioned. That's what? The thing. The thing. Oh, the thing. The thing is one of the best horror movies probably ever made. Actually, it, it, one of the better ones. I'll just say that it, it avoids tier. a lot of of weird tropes. Yeah. And it and it adds weird stakes and the 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 effects are so good for that time they're the, excellent the, they hold the, hold, the, they hold up practical well. effects that just hold up like crazy the I thing think I've seen that the thing yeah. still scares the shit out of me no rats and nim I was I watched the shit out of that when I was a little kid secret of nim ninety three percent rt. It's like the rat. They live in the bush. I lo- I, I watched this and somewhere I in my childhood. Like a big bird. Wasn't there like a big owl, like covered in web spider webs? I don't and think shit? I've ever seen it. 
So my mom, okay. I don't, I, I didn't get to watch this at home. I think I saw this at somebody else's house. Because there was, I was, it was very like, I know I y'all was, didn't get to watch. Scare, I was like, blown away by it as a kid. I remember like I really liked this movie and then I never got to watch it but again. But in the 80s and early the 90s, there, before Disney really, really locked yeah. down, in the period between the end of the one Disney golden era and the beginning of the next. There was a void. There was other like the Fievel. Fern Gully. Fern Gully, an American Tale, American Tale, Secret of Nim. Secret of Nim. There was a whole yeah, bunch of them. Uh, the Rescuers. Yep. Remember the Rescuers? Rescuers Down Under. Fucking great movie. That sounds really that's Disney familiar. though. No, was it? No, that's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Look up the Rescuers and see if that's that old TV show uh, cartoon that I watched in the nineties. I bet you the Rescuers isn't Disney. There's no way it is. The Rescuers is Disney. Is it? Yeah, Boston. That was seventy-seven, and then the Down Under was the ninety. But still, that was in that void. That was within that. Within the void of uh, between the sixties and the nineties. Yeah, Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. See, Neva but then Gabor. Disney was trying experimental. Bobby. They were being Bobby. more creative. Bobby. In that gap. Bert. Yeah, no, they had to be. Between their two golden periods, they were being more creative with more original stuff. Rescue Then in the 90s, they realized all they had to do was tap tap those old tales from yesteryear. Death Wish 2? Sounds Charles familiar. Bronson. What's the uh, what's the premise? Is that it's no? It's Charles action Bronson. And, action and crime. It's Charles a, Bronson. Yeah. It's that's he made a bajillion of them. That squinty guy with the mustache right yeah. there. That's Lawrence Fishburne. He like it. He it's very yeah, it violent is. movies. He yeah. shoots lots of people. He's a log. It's a police movie. Mm-hmm. Death uh, Wish. Episode four also re released that year. They did the Star Wars, a, and there was a Peter Pan re release yeah. from Disney. They love doing Death Wish. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Ha! Raiders of the Lost Ark re-release. The Wall. Look at this Inquiry cash grab. Look at this cash grabbing Disney, going on. Bambi re Look at this shit. That no was, shame. How else were they gonna? Other than selling the videotapes, how else were they were gonna make? Yeah. How were they gonna make money on that shit? They put them okay, back in theaters. Wait, what is? Isn't Creep Show an HP? Was that no what, Creep? What, open up Creep Show. I've saw. Is that a horror sort of short story movie? It is horror, fantasy. Stephen King was in it, apparently. Leslie Nielsen. One of like a shitty Stephen King. Shitty Stephen King. Horror comedy anthology film. Okay, yeah, it was an anthology. I knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were several of those I remember watching randomly at different times. Written by Stephen King. So they are little short series. It's kind of neat. Quest for Fire. Was that something, Quest for Fire? What? Quest, Quest for, for Fire. Fire. F-I-R-E. Uh, no, it was not. Ron Perlman. Hey. Ron Perlman. Hey. Good job. Clay. It takes place in pre Hey, Clay. Hey, Clay. Hey, Clay. Oh, you're not going to run my... The Wall, though. I watched The Wall Clay. probably oh, yeah. way earlier than I should have. Uh, like, I like Pink Floyd. And then yeah. the images, you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? I don't think I've ever seen Fast Times, though. Oh. I need to watch Fast Times. Uh, and Airplane 2. Airplane is oh, funny airplane. stuff. There, There is the stuff my dad would like. Oh, hold on. You just skipped over the Road Warrior, my friend. Oh, yeah. Fucking Mel. Back when this is the way Wait, Mel talks. And another movie that... That was a sequel to Mad Max or no? Uh, no, Road Warrior was the first one. Oh, okay. Mad Max was a sequel. Got it. What was Road Night Warrior, Mad Shift? Max, and then Mad Max Beyond yeah, Thunderdome? Yeah, yeah. What was Night Shift? So this was literally this that, was the first was a, thing Mel Gibson did, right? Wasn't Road Warrior the very I think so. first fucking thing? He wasn't even in America yet. Like, oh, 
So that was like his Kevin Bacon on Friday that the 13th his, moment. Well, it, he was the star, but like he didn't talk a lot. You know, Road Warrior, have you ever watched Road Warrior? It's a real weird movie. Or Johnny Depp on you, Nightmare on Elm Street. Have you watched the original Road Warrior with Mel Gibson? Uh, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Uh, no, <laughs> it, no, Mad Max was first. Mad Max was when first. When you said Road Warrior, then Mad Max. So, okay, here's the thing, Evan. I tried to watch no. Mad Max a few years ago i was feeling sick and i walked put it on and i got bored of the original mad max and then i, I and then and yeah okay i like road warrior better and i like beyond thunderdome best uh, I but don't, i don't know what was wrong with i it, still enjoy Mad because it's a 70s movie and it's an indie movie it's and it was slow. Ma- it was made in the pace i mean a lot of 70s to be fair almost all yeah, 70s movies they, have hadn't, they hadn't got again issues, think about but, movies that were kind of pre-star wars deal different that's why we picked that as the cutoff because pre star wars and post star wars there's just certain feels of movies that when star wars came out for some reason movies became a bigger deal and you had less like rando made on a string funded by you know barely by the right type movies they just didn't happen as much you got more people going yeah here's a five million dollars make whatever like so yeah it was just one of the mad max was one of those it was made in australia i know with, it's it's no one you what know. do you think about it i mean i never saw any of them okay well mad max is ha- a little harder to watch yeah road warrior is a lot of fun i didn't watch road warrior road warrior is so. one with the weird walled in little city and the uh, the humongous guy with the with the they're it's all about gas and uh the big uh brutal savage dude with the hockey mask thing he's like <laughs> everyone remembers beyond thunderdome better because it was a more polished movie that guy yeah it looks like a yeah lord humongous it looks like a jason Voorhees and it, ripoff. Uh, and it had the the little great chase scenes uh, like the 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 <laughs> and of course the road warriors tag team of which i'm also a fan yeah um yeah, Mad Max and Road Warrior really inspired a, a look and a feel, and a, the the, the post-apocalyptic genre yeah. was invented. Fallout See, exists because of it. Mad might be Max. because I don't. Maybe I'm not a big fan of the genre. Ah, see, that's I for some reason. Evan can live in that world. I have, because I watched Beyond Thunderdome first, I think, or maybe Dad showed me Road Warrior. Something about look it, how I played Fallout like Four. Little, I played the main story, and I. I and I wandered and button. I wandered around Fallout 4 for I was like yeah. 4000 hours. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Like like the way I'm thinking about we were talking about Starfield earlier and how excited cuz th- I think about it's been when did Fallout 4 come out? 10 years ago? Oh, I don't know. Easily 10 years yeah, ago? I mean, at it's least. been a it's been a long it's time. It's been like a goddamn decade or so since I've had a new Bethesda game and I like I've told you all before, I can block out periods of my life 8 years in Elder Scrolls and Fallout games. Yeah. Starting with Morrowind to Oblivion to Fallout Three. Well, I love the to, Elder Scrolls, but for- to two decades of Skyrim, I've played Skyrim on three different platforms all the way through yeah. multiple times. So you pointed out Night Shift. Night Shift it was a sex comedy. Very for Starfield. Michael Ke- Keaton, the Fonz, Shelley Long, Kevin Costner. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Clinton Howard. I'm Batman. Let's get nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Blade Runner. Blade Runner was in 1982. I like Blade Runner a lot. I think uh, it. Uh, I like all. So the, I can watch any version. I don't care. I like Blade Runner for the effects. This might for the, the original t- release. The effects for the yeah, time. It's the first, it's the un. 
Yeah. I I like that Blade Runner had well, good. What was the f- the first one that came out was the one with the voiceover, wasn't it? That was the theatrical that was had the, the theatrical voice out because the it was wasn't until the director's cut you get right. right. I, I and we had talked about that wasn't another year that we saw. But I really God a lot can a lot of when I first tried to watch Edward it I James didn't like almost. it. I just really really like that movie. Yeah, it's it's just well made, slick, interesting. It holds the well that, adapted. It holds screenplay, the, the actual just, effects hold up fairly well for something that was so. For the, I mean, if you watch the original Blade Runner now, it the effects hold up decent. Another sort of for something that old. Seven. What would you call that sci-fi? Versions. What would you wait? What does it say? What is the sci-fi aesthetic? Uh, Isn't it the steampunk? No, I don't think it's, no steampunk's like comics yeah. and shit. Like it's um, it's dystopian futurism. Dy- something I forget what neo noir. There, cyberpunk. 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 It's yeah. sort of a cyber. It's the, yeah. It's the start of the 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 neon signs. Yep. I love I love that atmosphere and I love them showing a future that isn't so utopia ish, yeah. just a dystopian. We polluted the planet to the have point saw, of shitholes. The, and then on top of all that, they have a great story, good characters, and they make a great point about what it means to be, to just be, be human this be, or not to be human. Seven you know? different versions of Blade Runner exist. Yeah. So, uh, do you see that? Have you seen the trailer for the new the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? DLC? No, I haven't even bought the original. It is a perfected experience. You should absolutely play it. Just I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Anyone within the sound of my voice? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get a new video. I'm getting a new video card later this year. I'm saving. I because of the way because there's multiple endings. Oh shit! Yeah, some some ones on here. Yeah. What? Uh, Victor Victoria. What are you talking about? Someone what? What are y'all talking There's about? There's some Tron. Tron is on here. Oh, I love 1982. Tron. There's another movie uh, along with Short Circuit. Just one of those movies. Yeah. When I was a kid, I watched Ad Nauseum. Hello, fellow programs. Jeff Bridges, the dude. And and what is what? Who is it? Was the oh, other the uh, Bruce Boxleitner, right? Yeah. Or, Oh, and what's his name? David Weir? David Warner. Warner. Oh, the, he just played a wonderful bad guy. <laughs> How many lights do He's, you see, Captain Picard? He was also in Time Bandits. There are four uh, lights! Yeah. So uh, I guess you guys have heard of Sophie's Choice, right? Yeah, wasn't that an Oscar nominee or winner? Yeah, it was like, but I mean, it, the original Sophie's Choice, wasn't it? It's a remake what? of a remake. That must have been a remake of a remake of a remake because the eighties. The eighties was the first kind of era you started to see them going. Hey, that movie from the forties. It was a it's novel. been a while, right? We could just do that again, right? It so was a novel first. You know what the choice was, right? No, the mm-hmm. choice was. Here's the big spoiler. The choice was. Uh, she has to decide which of her children she's going to save from the gas chambers of the Nazis. Whew. Yeah. And it happens towards the end of the film, and it's like so a lighthearted it's a, movie. Yeah. you can watch with the kids. It wasn't a remake. It was based off a '79 novel. Really? Yeah. Okay, then I've seen. This is the one oh, I well, watched. You know why? Because in the 1940s is uh, the events of this movie. Duh! What? <laughs> we might as well be on. Go- we might as well be the Ghost Adventures guys. <laughs> with how dumb we just were. Just, just. Completely. Yeah. So anyway, this is a great movie. But it's. You know what it it's is. A you know what heavy, it is. I'm gonna give us an excuse. Heavy, Shut up. I'm gonna give you an, give us an excuse. Heavy movie. It sound, when you hear the <laughs> when you hear the name of that movie, 
what pops into my head is like 1940 starring Sophie Beauregard and, and Humphrey Bo- in a lighthearted rock. It's Sophie's choice. <laughs> the, the summer of 1941, before the boys went to war, they're going to hear Sophie's choice. So romp at the seaside with Catherine Hepburn and, and Smith and Tracy. Not even close. Sophie's choice. Like, that's what, in my brain, when I, because, listen, I, Especially lately, I watch. A, I go to sleep to Turner Classic movies. Like I, I, I've, I go to sleep to like. Oh my goodness, sir! What are you? It's that transcontinental. Well, let me it's, tell you. Sophie's Choice has been referenced in so many things that I know it's so, a really yeah, sad it's, movie. You just know it as a reference. I know it as a reference. It's a really sad movie. It's this is movie. one of those where you got the guy For coming as along as saying, we've been alive. No parent. It's been a reference. Should yeah. have to yeah. make the choice of Sophie. Friday Sophie's the 13th, choice. part three. I'm trying to think of other stuff. Uh, I have a little bit of background on that, if you want to hear it. Well, well, yeah, Unfortunately. Yeah. What, is, what, what is other... Just backtrack just real quick. What is other <laughs> stuff? What is other... <laughs> sorry, I was going to ask something and we moved on. What is other uh, stuff like that? Like Sophie's that, Choice? That lives in your brain You when you say Sophie's Choice. Yeah, it's a movie. It's a sad movie, right? Citizen Kane. Citizen it, Kane. Yeah. You only know it from reference. Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Like For whenever sure. I think of Sophie's Choice, I think Citizen. Me Kane. too. It's weird. They're just linked in my brain. They were both mentioned in Friends because they're over. That's not. Well, I don't think that's why though. For no, me. but because I didn't watch Friends that much. Oscar bait movies. I went through it once. But overly in, dramatic Oscar bait movies that 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 like it's yes. you know it's uh, it's that's art. Tale as old as time. Do a movie about artsy, the Holocaust or World War II. You're gonna artsy great terms films of endearment that are also is hard that to watch. Category for me. Terms of endearment. It's one of those same kind of... You have to choose now, Sophie. Films. You cannot put both of them on the train. You have to choose now. What is the sword and the sorcerer? No! The sword and the sorcerer. Well, hold on. Taylor's got to talk about Friday the 13th Part Friday 3. Friday the 13th Part Let's 3. Talk while he's Googling. Here's the deal. Part Friday the 13th Part 3. There's two facts, Evan. I want you to know about Friday the 13th Part 3. The first one is it's the first movie where Michael Myers gets the hockey mask. Wait. Which yeah. a lot of people Jason don't. Voorhees. You, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jason Obviously, Voorhees. an authority the s- on the subject. Yeah, the second <laughs> the second thing relates to the eighties more generally. Did you know that Friday the Thirteenth Part Three they advertised it as in three D, and it was a three yeah, D mo- movie. movie. And there's a lot of cheesy ass scenes, kill scenes where they yeah they show the knife taking the whole fucking screen up. It's terrible. I also think it was a movie where they cut out a lot of r- more gory content that they filmed because they wanted sanitized to sanitized it so yeah. they could release it wider because of the 3D hook. They it wanted cost so much money to film it in 3D that it had to be a success. It had to make some money. So they, they I remember yeah. I listened to another podcast that talks about those movies and uh, they cut some like massive gory just it's the dis- theme. somebody dis- just died. Discord just the violin. <laughs> So they are a little sidebar here on TV. They are doing a show called Camp Crystal Lake, and it's going going to be an origin story, a prequel to these movies. Here's a little 80s action for everybody. 
So, um, so mom will be the main antagonist. I guess so. Movie. I mean, I, I don't know what they're trying to do with it. They, I, listen, listen. If, they, hey, if, anything deserve, if anything deserves that treatment, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. It's it, not It's not the Jason no, story. No, but yeah, listen. I, let, think yeah. about... If I, I, and this is just off the cuff. I didn't know they were making a show, but if I was going to do like a serious... <laughs> Golden well, age of TV style, like well funded, like ser- take okay, seriously. Crystal you make Lake, it about King. you could build a a, sto- a history with the Voorhees because they already in the move the later movies. T- there's the Voorhees family in the Voorhees house, and there's a lot of Vor- you could do immediately do a creepy family that could be cool. You could do the town and the, how their relationship right. with the Voorhees is, and then th- what's the deal with the camp? Was the what is there? Yeah, there's a lot you could do. There's a lot you could do. No, I I, I agree. It, it, dumber, dumber, more mundane shit has been revamped and revisited and fluffed out and made cool. Than, it's true. Than fucking, you know, Pe- Jason Voorhees. This is me on Peacock in 2024. Peacock. I mean, oh, it's a network show? Barf. Well, Boom. on Peacock. I mean, they can do whatever. I would hope. I would hope it's not just a Hey, look, look at this, that. This Star, Star Fridays Star, on NBC. Evan, look at that Star Trek Discovery co-creator and Hannibal yeah. creator. Yeah. As no. well as uh, the Dead Like Me and Pushing Daisies producer. They must have something in mind that's well beyond the movies. Because if oh, you really it, it look at... The movies are just... It's going to be a movie about in the peripheries around Jason. Everything but Jason. And you got to admit, there were, the movies were just, you know, teen slaughter camp... Thing. But the the you're right on? the the lore is un, the, the lore is undeveloped because you, they never they they allude to it briefly at the campfires in the movies but they never really get into why the later movies they expand the lore the mom acts crazy in number one the mom I think is possessed by Jason at the end of the movie and then in number two Jason's still alive so you think in number one she was uh, he's dead and drowned in the lake turns out. He's not. It's really weird. Like, they could they explore could, that. They could more. also like why? Why does? Why I would does, uh, make it? Make it? Make the show a prequel, but drawing lore from the later wilder yeah. hell-related movies. Maybe there's some hell stuff. Maybe there's maybe. demons. Maybe who fucking know? Maybe like the thing that powered Jason as a monster, like. <laughs> Sorry. Is, is, is what is it? I don't know. What? 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 Evan wanted me to look up the sword and the sorceress. Y'all were talking about Jason. I'm like looking. (laughs) And the sword and the sorcerer, I don't know what it is. It doesn't look great. I mean, it had a 60, what, 67% on RT. But there's a sequel that landed in 2010 called Tales of an Ancient Empire. What? And I want you to look at the RT on this, Taylor, when I click it. Okay. Oh, wow. Four percent. Four percent. Wow. Four percent RT. And look who the lead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Good old Kevin. One of Sorbo. the worst human beings <laughs> with the worst hot takes about important issues that matter to people. Kevin Sorbo of uh, on a short list of people I wow. that I really wish would <laughs> shut the fuck up about everything kevin, kevin sorbo. so kevin sorbo this is a sequel to a failed shine up standing gentlemen <laughs> i think his opinions on uh everything uh right spot on he definitely is hercules let me tell you <laughs> if, if that little blonde guy doesn't want to be a yolus anymore and they want to revisit that show i will literally be born again i will come back to earth Crawl out of a woman's vagina just to be his Aeolus, because Kevin Sorbo is my hero. 
bygone. <laughs> I'm going to go back to hell now. All right. Bye, Rush. Vernon in hell. Later, later. Rush. Bye. Thank you, sir. Your uh, inspiration. What an, aw- what an awful guy. American hero. <laughs> you know what's awesome? He got a medal. Yeah. He I did. Bet he, I rush, bet he would, rush I bet he, to get him. Uh, what yeah. do you bet? One of these days when he comes hey, on the show, I'm going to ask him about that. You know where that? You know that he might, if he was buried in that metal, it's probably sitting in his uh, slowly decaying rib cage. That, that brings <laughs> a smile to my face. <laughs> I fucking hate. Seventeen. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Man, eighty-two. Some yeah. of my favorite movies came out the and the net one. Yeah, the right next one above. I know. I know the next one. Yeah. Another movie that I watched yeah. on videotape ad nauseum, uh, but no Conan the Bar fucking Barian. And I'm going to take this opportunity to once again will this out into the universe. There is only one one movie I want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger make before he's too old, and he's slowly becoming King, too old. King Conan. If you know the lore of the Conan or the history of the Conan the Barbarian Marvel comic books and all the old comic books and stuff, you have the young Conan books which is based what that movie was but then that you jump forward and there's king conan who's been the leader of the been he's old and fucking exactly oh my god can you imagine if they did straight up mimic the tone and the feel and the soundtrack and the kind of still camera work don't make it too fancy but just a kick-ass conan barbarian king conan oh god i want to watch it I Fuck. I like, don't think it's in no the No one haven't heard. No, no, it'll never. It, it whispers of it every once in a blue. They'll do camp. No, they'll no. do camp Crystal Lake or whatever. They won't do yeah. that. <laughs> I don't want a remake with a new actor. I wanted one more Arnold because I loved Conan the Barbarian. It's just a f- cool movie because there's not a lot of dialogue. You know what I mean for long stretches. I've always, I love old fantasy movies like this. A lot of them have that where sometimes there's just not. That doesn't always need it. It like there's just these long stretches of walking and and fighting and and no ta- like you don't need to know what's up with the with like the peop- some of the people follow them. You get a little what why it's it's a classic D and D group setup. You know what I mean? Where it, it's just great. It's just great. I love Conan. James Earl Jones, fucking awesome. But the next movie, uh, along with Short Circuit. I watch The Dark Crystal endlessly. Geek, geek. Fucking. Oh, fuck. This was Brian Henson, right? My dad and I would would do the Skeksy. Gelfling. Like, I just. But you know what? I tried to watch the Netflix. Show. Oh, it was Jim Henson. Was yeah. not. Yeah, well, yeah. It was one of the. It was the late. One of the later things he did. Yeah. I just the Dark Crystal was just. It, I later on, I'm like, man, Jim Henson just must have been kicking back, smoking some weed, just going, no, I've got a fucking <laughs> idea, dude. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Then after like three hours of him just like off the cuff describing this world to a room full of like puppeteers and shit, going. Oh my God! You are a genius. You can just just watch the Dark Crystal and try to say that Jim Henson isn't a fucking genius, genius. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, while Rambo three was coming out, uh, Sylvester uh, Stallone also did the first Rambo movie, First Blood, First Blood, which I always saw in the in the movie. It was always a places. Yeah, 
Adrian. Yeah. Isn't that what he well, says? This Adrian. Was, this That's was... in Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> but look at that. Look at that. This is where this year, think Same about shit. it. Rocky three. It's a big year for him. Which was a huge giant it you know, Rocky one wasn't as it, it was later on they became big yeah. box office blockbusters. So he had that. And then Schwarzenegger popped with Conan. When was you got the, first blood? When was the last time you watched Rambo? You think I it, was not a Rambo? Do person. you think it holds up? My dad watched it. I'm not I the biggest Rambo. Fan. I haven't watched Rambos. I'm since a Rocky. Ever. I don't know if I've ever even seen a Rambo all the way through. I've, I've seen, seen parts of them. I've, I've seen, seen Rockies. I've seen Rockies one, two, and four a hundred billion times. Not as much three, but. Uh, I don't know. I did one. Not a big Rambo. Is it, which, not a Rambo which war was was Rambo uh, trying Rock, to talk Rocky about? Rocky did the first Rocky did well, Evan. I, I mean, no, yeah. Anyway, they all did well, but yeah. I for some reason three was on not first one blood. That I one, two, can you and click, four. I've watched. Can you click the first in. blood uh, wiki real quick? What was it about? What war was it about? Vietnam. This was right? v- Vietnam. It is Vietnam, yeah. okay. and then it very quickly becomes just well, he the was a war veteran. Somewhere over how there. does they keep making? Yeah, how does he, he was keep, a Vietnam so vet? He would go back and rescue prisoners of war. That was always wasn't that kind of the hitch in Rambo's thing? Like Rambo, John, we're we pulling need you, you back to, in. We need you to go over there and save a bunch of guys that have been in bamboo cages for the last, you know, since. Talk about a movie that's pop culture referenced for decades you know rambo i don't i don't hear it anymore like we were saying before rambo for me kind of lives in mostly references i've probably seen what was the charlie sheen movie where he makes fun of it oh uh his dumb schlock hot hot shots hot shots shots. i've probably seen hot shots parts do where he makes fun of where it's mostly (laughs) rambo jokes yeah i've seen that more than i've seen any rambo movie well you've seen prince of thieves a lot too Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Like the the which one? The, oh, the yeah, I've seen the Carrie Always Prince of Thieves, the Mel, yeah. Mel Brooks movie far more than any other <laughs> adaptation of. Well, no, Men in Tights. Men in Tights. Sorry, Prince Men of Tights. Thieves is the actual. Is Kevin Costner? This is great. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, Gandhi. Anyone watch Gandhi? That's a, right one of those. That's another serious film. film. You have to use the word film <laughs> because this is a <coughs> Ben Kingsley as Gandhi. It's one of these movies that. Uh, supposed to be fun thing for because wa- you're watching your have you watched Shang Chi yet? No, I haven't. Okay, so but you did watch the Iron Man three, yes, where the fake Mandarin yeah. played by Ben Kingsley, yeah. But Greg, uh, what's his name? Um, Trevor, Trevor, yeah. he's Trevor. Mm-hmm. Um, he shows up again in Shang Chi, okay, and he's in it, really, he's in the movie. Wow, as as Trevor, okay, it's as Trevor in the comics. No, just some fuck. He's just some character. <laughs> There's been at least a handful of ca- like uh, Agent Coulson. Yeah, I'm pretty sure started in the movies. Uh, Darcy from Thor. You know the the cute comedy relief yeah, yeah, character. Yeah. She's in the comics the now. The She's in the comics. Uh, and and yeah, it's it's funny that the verdict. Was Paul Newman? The verdict it's a, is it's a law legal, they, legal uh, drama. Well, big shocker. I mean, nineteen eighties. They seem to really the titles gra- really lean gra- into what it is. The it's verdict. What your, it's what your grandpa was watching in, in, in the. Well, what was, was it? Uh, what was the RT on it? Where's the? Uh, oh, there we go. Eighty nine. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna watch it, Evan? Seven point seven. IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the, the you know why those those numbers essentially. I've started thinking about it. 
Gandhi. Because you look at some what was of the Gandhi's most RT? well-reviewed. If you're going by RT scores to to be like, I'm watching that or I'm not watching yeah. that, I call you a fucking liar because I let's go to a Rotten Tomato and look at the top, you know, like, there you go. So I don't look hey, at... Man. I don't. Ooh, I don't. That's look, a good score. It's here, probably a great movie. Here's how to think about it. I don't use RT to determine what I'm going to watch. I use the, it to Did determine what I'm it? not going to watch. If it there, if I see a movie, I'm like, that looks interesting, and I go to RT, and it's like fifteen percent. I'm like, maybe not. But shouldn't you go but with your gut? I and what your brain like? Hey, that looked like it might. I'm be not fun saying to look at. I won't override that. But sometimes, Taylor, if something's nine percent. And you have a recommendation. Nine percent, you know, a friend. I was twenty twenty percent to like fifty five percent looks really freaking bad yeah. usually to me. Yeah. If it's nine percent, you it know, looks it's interesting. It's mystery science theater ish. At that point, you can laugh at it. Yeah. It's I wouldn't be surprised bad. if the pirate movie wasn't on mystery science theater at one point. <laughs> <laughs> no it's absolutely the type of movie. I don't think it is. Probably not. It's got a riff track. It's got a riff track. So <laughs> riff that's tracks. great. That's how I'm. Gonna, uh, that's how I'll watch so that. So essentially, movie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's got an MST3K track. I want. I want to use riff tracks more often. I've used it a few. Do times you have to buy with my each track. No, no. They, there's two different. You have to get the movie yourself. There's two different. There's two different lanes for riff tracks. There's one lane that's like MST, where the movie is embedded with the audio, yeah. and then there's the other where you put, where you the, movie put the movie on the, and like, you. Sync I watched. It. Like I told you all, I think one of the funniest. Oh, no, movie. they haven't done it yet. One of the funniest they should. movie watching experiences I've ever had was watching the. T- I watched the Twilight. That's how I watched with, it too. With my cousin Adam, with the riff tracks, I was rolling on the floor. Without riff tracks, I don't understand how Twilight was a thing. Was a thing at all? I I, I can't watch just the scenes where J- Jacob how, what he's acting doing and the just <laughs> everything about that garbage. It, it's like it's bad. It's just, just a. Bad, the story bad doesn't make story. much sense. And when it gets into the later movies where like and then the, the werewolf guy the is attracted to the baby. And, yeah, and the, the baby. baby that's what was making him attracted to her all this time was the baby? I was like, are Twilight you What is me, this? Twilight gives me feelings. I don't, like, I don't like it. But also, so you have... Try and think of that. On one end, you have... The, the 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 hundreds year old vam so that's I also immediately that was one of my my first hang up with Twilight he's he's, a, he's preying on a high school girl hundreds of years old <laughs> he's so much more mature than her her it's gross she's a teenager what do they talk about they don't so back when I was your age I I used a wax cylinder to listen to songs on a phonograph like. I don't know. I, the, <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> this is definitely not Twilight. This is the pirate movie. No, this is Twilight. <laughs> yeah, let's see. There's Pattinson, third row. They're going to Bell, Bella's house. <laughs> Back in the 80s, it was good enough. Oh, nope, there comes Pattinson. This was Sorry. good enough to make people happy in the 80s i think and justin you're saying it's a good movie i trust your judgment in its own way was, was that white man doing an italian no he's french french but he keeps getting words like they don't sound right it's 
Oh, here, uh, here's what I wanted to show y'all. This is this is the sword fight. Drop it. Oh, oh. here we go. Need to No. Oh my. Okay. The fine print. Why don't you two get on with what we came for? Here we go. <laughs> Oh man, this the the 80s were classic for that. Like they would go back later and dub badly, they have the actor dub their own line, yeah. but you can always tell. Yeah, like. But look, look. Oh my! Oh, wow, <laughs> a lightsaber reference. <laughs> I want a supercut of every lame lightsaber reference. <laughs> the, that, I'm that, sure that not, just, not listen, the ones officially listen. licensed by Star Wars. Listen, Did I teach you that. That's not a movie. <laughs> oh my god like, that is an unlicensed because that the, they will get like if that even had they if they even got the same whoop whoop sound did like lucasfilm they'll go after jump, them. They yeah. jump them but it's just i wanted to say disney it's super that's, silly that's anyway super silly is good because we skipped over a very silly one in airplane 2 yeah. twilight's silly if you've never watched airplane airplane and airplane 2 I don't know what to tell you. And they're not it, they're not just just they have dumb. It's they're just it's dumb fun. Super dumb, dumb funny. Especially yeah. the I, I, Airplane 2 is very funny. Very funny, but Airplane 1. Yeah. Fuck me. It's good like, stuff. It's good, good stuff. Good grief. Um so do you want to take a short break? The best little whorehouse Swoosh. in Texas. Swoosh. We're going to take a short break and we will be right my <laughs> And now, these messages. Very superstitious. Good morning, anybody. Anybody. This is UN Station. We need some help down here. Something in the atmosphere. We found something. We found something. John Carpenter's The Thing. Screenplay by Bill Lancaster. The Thing. The ultimate in alien terror. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Hey, everybody! How can you top an armor hot dog? Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. What do kids put on armor hot dogs? of horror, Stephen King, author of Carrie, Cujo, and The Shining, and George A. Romero, creator of Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, have teamed up to make a movie that will give you the creeps. Show, the most fun you'll ever have being scared. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. 
the challenge to bring out your best. For us, that meant brewing a light beer worthy of the king of beers, one with a clean, distinctive taste. Budweiser Light lives up to the challenge. Bring out your best. Budweiser Light. Bring out your best. The best never comes easy. That's why there's nothing else like it. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, wow. And we are back. I'm still negative one years old. I'm sperm and eggs. That little riff will get in your head. All right, so we got some. Uh, We're looking at our dumbass we've, spreadsheet. We've gone to our spreadsheet. What everybody loved about season two, and we. It's have, not 1080. It's not 1982 anymore. But it's. It's. Uh, right. it, play, it's filter, n- play filter. Play filter. You don't want to take my picture. <laughs> Hey man, nice shy, <laughs> nice shy man. Okay, it's my bro. That was my. Uh, All right. Um, yeah. So uh, let's start with uh, you, Taylor. What have you been watching? Yeah, it's not very different from last time. I'm really? still watching that long show, Homeland. Homeland. I have about five episodes left. It is ending fairly well, and I believe it will. What is it at now for me? I think it's in the mid eights or something. Yeah. I believe I'm going to keep it in the eights. It will be like an 8.3-ish as long as they don't botch the ending. Are you feeling that feeling when you're getting to the end of a show? You're like, I don't want it to end. Or do you, are you ready for it to end? Seems like I'm, it's a very I'm, long watch. I'm ready. Long dry. <laughs> long dry. I notice. This is what I noticed with just listening to Taylor talk the last two or three times we've gotten together. He's like, so I'm still watching Homeland. Really? Looking forward to changing the tone. I'm really looking forward to watching some Star Trek and some fun stuff because I'm still just slogging my way through Homeland. Boy, howdy, do they talk about sad international politics a lot. Wee, looking forward to the new next episode of Strange New Worlds to lift me out of the quagmire that is yeah. Homeland. I love Homeland, and I'm going to watch. I was talking to them. Uh, about after Homeland, what it'll be, and I'm going to focus on catching up with Picard season two and three. Uh, I'm going to watch be Discovery. Honest, Taylor, do you also do you like I, Homeland? I, I but would Homeland. you also? I love Homeland. Be honest. I love. I ask you this. Be honest. <laughs> would you have preferred Homeland to be a little bit shorter as far as seasons? It's eight seasons long, thirteen episodes a season. I always said thirteen was a it's good a- number. It's extremely well written. I, I have it's no listen. I have very no doubt. well executed. It's just the subject matter. <laughs> it's nothing <laughs> seem bingeable to me. Just like I, I mean, it's a I know much I'm weird. It's I'm, a much better. I mean, infinitely better. Twenty four, but it's not for everybody. And intense. It just is intense. I can't stop watching it though. Yeah. When I watch an episode, I get hooked. I can't stop. Like I can't. I, I mean, can't. there's like, something to be said just, about that. It's one sure. of those shows. Like if I could boil it down, it's just like a lot of like Mr. Secretary. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of great moments. I know in you're, you're, I, lo- I love this. Your five it's episodes be, from the end. It'll probably be eight point four something. How's the? You think you'll ever go through that journey again? <sighs> be honest. I think <laughs> it's a long 
not, journey. It's not that you wouldn't like I it. I can't. It's there's other shit you no, want to no, no. give. You have only I'll, so much time. I'll tell, so here's the thing about Homeland. A lot of the seasons are very different from one another. Yeah. And the first three seasons you can look at in isolation right. from the others. There are seasons like I would like if I rewatch, I might skip the whole arc seasons one through three, yeah. which were excellent. But I might jump. I really liked seasons four and five for some reason they're my favorite i just don't think i was ready for the change in tone oh very very different change in tone when you get to four especially and she's in she's in pakistan like droning people yeah and then in five it completely shifts (laughs) that weird prequel season where she's in high school with all of those (laughs) freaks and geeks well and then when she was like in medieval times uh, like in a shakespearean kind of she wasn't in freaks and geeks she was my so-called life my so-called i'm thinking of uh What's her name that played? Um, you were ta- thinking about what's she was in in Mad Men. Yeah, the the downstairs neighbor, Goody <laughs> Fox, the her. one you've had a crush on for yeah, a decade, forever. She, so season, Carl- I know, I know, I know, but season four, Linda, Linda Cardellini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lean in. Yeah. The show is very smart. They lean into the fact that she's doing really she's indiscriminately killing people, and throughout the rest of the show, she's trying to atone for a lot of what she believed and did in season five she's working for a non-profit it's a totally different in germany so anyway i'm still not the likelihood of my watching it has not really gone up but that makes me want to watch it more than anything else you've ever said about yeah she's worth it it's not just just it the cia is hating on her as like a traitor and she feels remorse for what she's done the the ultimate message is nationalism sucks you know okay good that's good Whoa, Taylor! What Taylor? What is that's a ghost. I didn't do shit. Um, <laughs> no, so Homeland, and then the other thing is Star Trek: uh, Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. I've watched Just the first three, four straight uh, star. The first four episodes of Strange New Worlds, season two. I love it. Just, um, I love the. I love the that I can smile. And yeah. just watch Star Trek for what it is. The and the was it episode the, God the damn court it. case episode was that three so two or three it was three, uh, three. two it was two God three was the right, was right, time right, travel yeah. two was the court case man that was heavy but it was good it made me well, well done up. yeah the the it was so on the, it was very in your face I'll say that I, if anybody I, I there's mean, probably a lot of angry said, angry conservatives yeah. about that episode but if you're but if you actually that's Star Trek. That's Watch Star Trek. Star Trek. We're talking about a show that in the 60s had an episode where people with white faces and black faces were angry at people that had the opposite black and white orientation. And that was the basis of an entire episode of the original series in the 60s. If you're shocked that Star Trek is a political show, a lefty political show, you're just an outrage addict and you want to be outraged at stuff. Because Star Trek from day one, if you look into Gene Roddenberry's history, it's a lefty show. That's why people like us like it, because it taps into that want for equality and equity and kindness. And 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 and, and it's why um, Space Force, I still like think it's it's like us going humanity going in space should not be a government that it should be a. A, a military thing should be a humanity thing. It's the difference between movies, sci-fi movies, where it's like an aggressive. It's the difference between like 
Babylon 5's Earth Force, mm-hmm. which is militaristic, or uh, Battlestar. Se- or episode four of, or episode three of Strange New Worlds, where exactly. Kirk, Kirk was in that alternate that they, universe. They, and they, they were like, he was like, the humans were out there, but just the solar, the solar, si- yeah, the solar system, solar system just Instead fighting. of like reaching for the, you don't get that when you're fighting people. You get that when you're hoping and wanting for better and more and idealism strange new worlds has just delivered it's, that in space yeah it, it's the only new star trek show you know, that i think captures I the others without the essence. the essence of the others i'm not saying the others aren't star trek i'm not one of those people that is hating on them i like them i'm just saying when i watch strange new worlds it truly is episodic it's not trying to be something the others weren't it's I've very been saying, like if they wanted to continue strange new worlds right on into oh, I hope they do. but here's the thing though they would have to go i six like the or... characters no, too they... a lot you've you... the timeline it's years before kirk gets on board the enterprise like uhura and it is still i think canon from the that in the original series a lot of the members of the crew were there for years and years and years and kirk like spock served under pike and that's like the original series yeah. and the episodes mm-hmm. with pike in it it's spock said yeah i served right. under but they could go six seven or eight seasons before they hit when kirk's supposed to fit. but they've been really bringing kirk in a lot haven't they they have and it's kind of worrying me a twice, little bit twice. not that i twice, i don't like mind. It's, it's he's good no like he's, he's good i like him but he's i know pike I like Pike. I want to see Pike. I didn't. I've seen Kurt. But right. if they wanted, I like Pike no, but that's the, the thing. If they wanted to smudge the timeline that they've established, you know, which I don't give a shit. Whatever. Mm, yeah, it? make I don't it a care. good show. If they wanted to smudge it to where Kirk becomes a member of the crew, his brother's already on the crew. They have right. Sam Kirk. Uh, as a member of the crew, so they. It but, seems like they're leaning that way a little bit. I don't well, know what like they're maybe, trying to do, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He maybe he becomes the helmsman before. Our... I could see them wanting to bring in a Sulu character and a, but I don't know. I, I where whatever direction it goes. Yeah. Strange new worlds. I. So the the only other show that I've been what that I've been watching aside from uh, episodes of Always Sunny. There's new episodes. I I'm enjoying the, the new season. I watch the new season. It's great. Um, and I'm watching that Ghost Files show. With Shane and Ryan on YouTube. I love it. They're just funny. Hey, now, if we start listing YouTube channels we watch. (laughs) Or Twitch channels. Or podcasts we listen to. We could be here all fucking day. Well, they they originally were on Hulu, so it's it's a legit show. They transitioned to YouTube. I understand why, because they probably wanted to be in the the money makers of their own show. They were doing all the work. Make a little cash. But, yeah, I I like that show because I like that... Shane is more or less an atheist and going along with Ryan on these ghost hunts. And just like I've said before, just finally on one of these ghost shows, somebody that's skeptical in the room and not just being like, Oh my God, (laughs) did you feel that? Do you look at the chills, chills, bro? Chills. Like, um, dude, there's a little girl's hand around that corner, but the camera didn't get it all. Like I it's sent, like I sent Taylor a video after a while. Of, I mean, a YouTuber I follow that uh, that went to stay yeah, at, the, at the Shining Hotel. What is it, the Stanford? Yeah, the stay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
and he spit the, the he was talking to the staff and they specifically talked about the ghost adventures exactly. guy that had been there before yeah. and they said and, and they, they told the story about how they and then you watch the episode they even showed, pulled clips from the episode they went out to the barn and there were these old mattresses and <laughs> and, 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 and the leap the leap the the main guy makes is people died on those mattresses and they're That's throwing they're them in there they're, they're, they're storing them in there and and they go through the whole area screaming in the barn and oh you know this whole <laughs> full fucking thing and, and the person's like we're an active hotel we replace mattresses constantly <laughs> they were just like those yeah. they made it up new. they're fucking sealies fucking sitting there and it's just like it shows and they were like oh yeah it's absolute I mean, yeah one of so one of the main i know that show very well because i it was one of the first ones that pioneered the whole right. concept and one of the people in the show one of the original people that's i guess i don't know if he's still on the show but nick he's even he, from from ghost adventures not the main guy zach well, but nick the other hey, guy that operates the they cameras did not innovated ghost hunter i remember i actually watched one of the first yeah, ghost hunters ghost i remember hunters. it was so boring you watched because dry. they tried to make it legit. It was so they weren't gonna, they didn't sensationalize it like Ghost yeah. Adventures creep does. They, if it was That's fucking why nothing, Ghost Adventures was better. Just, 90% of Ghost Hunters was them walking out after the, the whole night going, well, not nothing. haunted. Nothing. Nada. Nothing. Not a zip zero. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched like all the time. So back the, in the day. The, the real quick, the I point I was going to make channel. is Nick on that show on Ghost Adventures has even said publicly that they, the executive producers strong arm them to spice it up yeah, and make, make stuff up because yeah. otherwise the show will have dead time just like that go the whatever whole what episodes where they're just they're just grainy video of them sitting in a dark room with their, their, the with their emf reader does it bother you that i'm putting this noose up here like you did and you killed yourself like a fucking coward he says stuff like <laughs> that and i'm just like is this if there are ghosts isn't this He's, really disrespectful that, that, yeah, yeah. Well, i know we made that point before but have it's just silly Somebody who was so ready to sell their integrity to be on TV. <laughs> what if he? He did. Let me give, let, hold on. Hold on. Let's give. Let's one explore this. Let's explore this a little more than we usually do. All right. Because oh, we've talked about this show multiple times. What Ghost? What? Adventures? Yeah. Let, let's hold on. And not just Ghost how Adventures. Long, the whole first off, hold, How long on, has hold, Ghost Adventures been on the air? It's been on the air for years, like hold decades. On. It's right now point. in season twenty-eight. So two thousand eight. So let me let me ask you this, Evan. <sighs> let me ask you this. What if, and, and the audience can bear with us too, what if he has caught, what if some of that shit was real? Not all of it. Let's say most of it's bullshit. What if a quarter of that shit is real and it's actually not fabricated? What if there's some real to it? <laughs> because due to the fact I am honestly, a, I'm not an atheist. I am an, I, I or a, a, you're agnostic. I'm an agnostic, a true okay. agnostic. It's possible. Like that's so, my, so so like my well, that's that is my no, but that is my my but it's it is the most. It is not a an an agnostic filled with wonder like you never know because that's where a lot of people come from when they say they're agnostic yeah. to things they think oh you ne they don't they're not confident enough to go yeah there but they but I'm 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 the other end where I'm like. Mm. So, Ghost Adventures began as an independent film produced in documentary style in 2004. Re uh, produced in 2006, and it was released uh, on Sci-Fi sci in 2007. And the show kind of springboarded off of that. It was on... Hold on. It was on Sci-Fi? Yeah. 
So I thought channel. it was on Travel Channel. I mean, it, it was. That's where I always watched all, both, it, like 10, 15 years that ago. They were both owned, both owned syndication, both owned by NBC okay. Universal. Okay. Well, the original cool. network was Travel Channel. Taylor's okay. Right. Okay. Discovery Plus. And they replayed you know. it on, on Sci-Fi. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I read something here that said, the crew also claims to have recorded spirit possessions on video. Yeah, I've seen Megan's some of those believes episodes. He was possessed at the Preston School of Industry. I haven't heard that. And the What's Paveglia that? Island in Italy. He claims he was possessed. Groff claims he was overtaken by dark energy at the Moon River Brewing Company. Goodwin claims he was under the influence of a dark spirit at Bob Mackey's Music World. A lot of claims here. Yeah. A lot of claims. Goodwin is often left alone in alleged hot spots during lockdowns to see how the spirits will react to Goodwin being alone. So uh, one thing I do remember... As I've watched, I've watched way too much of this stupid show for my own you good. You love ghost shows, I, man. You I, are I, you are down with the like Nick, night Nick camera left in 2015, EMP. by the way. I like the concept of exploring the unknown, but I acknowledge that these shows are most likely completely fabricated. So, where do you? So where does Taylor sit? So there's ghosts. Do you think there's ghosts? I don't think there are but i'm open i know that old old buildings are very complicated <laughs> structures that do lots of crazy stuff i think they mess with the human psychology and yeah. i don't think i would do well in a dark old yeah, no. prison by myself no, i don't think a neither. lot of people would my imagination would run wild but i i don't know evan that's the truth just like you i'm kind of in an i don't know column yeah. i don't i don't know but it's i most apathetic i, I, don't know I can tell you that most. most of this stuff is fabricated on these shows i've watched enough of these shows to know how they work and how they create drama and how they, oh, they just saw something around the corner, but they didn't get it. Oh, but look at my arm. It has goosebumps. goosebumps. I mean, it's stuff like that. It's like, that yeah, it's, you know what causes goosebumps? Surprise, cold. Right. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. Cold spots. Yeah. It's cold right here. I don't know. And, and the I, other I'm thing, not going to talk about the complicated physics of airflow when it comes to buildings. Why are ghosts time of year trying to why are ghosts hanging around trying to talk to these douchebags? I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense when you think about like, it. Like like whenever somebody shows a video or anything of like of the flash or the I'm like, so you're watching on on a through a camera. So immediately Right, light right. reflecting weirdness. There's all dark. kinds of things that can happen. You ask with the dark any cameras. camera expert, they're like focus problems, focus problems, well, darkness, equipment problems. I, One I've, weird reflection gets picked up and made a thousand times bigger and brighter. I have turned on my phone in the dark with the flashlight on and the camera, and just sprinkled some dust in front of the camera, and it turns into orbs. Like you know, you can see. Yeah, it. it's you so can, so the orb thing is bullshit. Yeah. It is dust or little mites. Yeah. Ninety nine every time. They they play up these certain things that I know are fake, and that makes me think the rest is fake. There's a hundred different factors that go into the things we now associate with that shit, with the ghosty, spooky place stuff. The other I'll it's it's been in it it's like cause people forget we are all now a product of nostalgia. We are right. a product of we are the product of so many repeated memes. Like literally a hundred years ago, our great grandparents were different species of people. There's such a huge the minute we could broadcast movies and TV and things and Brian on and constant and we've all I mean from our grandparents all the way to us, they say, Oh, those kids, 
We've been a bunch of distracted, meme-repeating, nostalgia-hungry monsters since the 50s. You know what I mean? Right. So you're saying it's a cultural... It's, it's, we've held we've had created it. this cultural Ghost gremlin thing. created and put in our brains by so many movies. and so. Look at this show alone. Not even the first show of its kind has been on for, for 30 so, years? Like, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> I still am not willing to say it's all fake. I'm sure there might be ghosts out there. I'm just not sure these guys are getting it. There and I was think a time when people they, gave they had, old abandoned buildings. They didn't in America. There were so few abandoned buildings because America was so fucking new. Like it, it, it was when America. It's like it, it plays into America's fear of like old and rot and getting old and death. And it just it's it's a meme. It's a meme. Memes are are physical things that can just. So the other, the other down in the middle of c- cultural consciousness, and we're all just like we take it for fact that well, oh, the starting place we all have is <gasps> ghosts. Like it just because that's <laughs> where we we jump straight to it. That's no, why even I, the atheist guy that you're talking about that goes in is going in is like ghosts. Like it because, but he doesn't think they're real. I know, but but I get what you're saying. He knows they're real from a cultural like. You know, we're still, he's still going he's in the building. There, he's and thinking, there. Yeah. He's yeah. at just some old, fuck it, old hotel, old, old hospital, old asylum. Just. I think one of the, so the other, the other thing. Americans fear of, Americans specifically have a, hey, move, move my profession. They, they think. Americans have a fear of death. So, and go, so the ghosts, idea of rot and old and the passing of time freaks people the these, fuck out. These ghost shows, this is what I was going to say. These ghost shows, what they do, um, like ghost adventures, People are like, well, why would they fake it? Ghost fire. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah. Ghost Look up ghost hunter. Why would why would for they me, for me? Why would they fake it? Money. TV show. How would they fake it? 2004. See, so they were. What channel were they on? These. This was the first one. This it was, is the first of, of sci-fi. So what's yeah? Like, it was sci-fi. sci-fi. It was boring as shit sci-fi. though. Sci-fi. Yeah. No, but why would they fake it? Money. money how would they fake it money easily but well, even and if, this is even have cheap to do a lot this like is cheap said, effects du- man. you're talking dust reflects they can make something out of nothing with these shows and the little bit of cgi they need is cheap because they have oh. grainy dark video that they can add just little black per- hey. figurines little silhouettes of what looks humanoid and be like Beyond oh even that. and no, then a, no, grow- a little growl in the evp a little growl in the evp a little but you don't they don't even have to fake i think anything. he's saying you're dead you're dead you're dead I that's mean. what i'm saying they get something they get they can take something that's nothing a sound or a thing on the emp post-production baby that's all it takes oh, a yeah. little bit of music a little bit of like well, that like that video violin, yeah, 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 yeah. that's all it takes you get the ta- audience in the mood you you have you, know, the, like you have the, the dark camera on the night vision camera and and you can take just them just him how many times on Ghost Adventures have you seen him just standing in a room and real quietly not moving and the and 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 the mo- <laughs> and the, mo- the, the post production music starts it's a real discordant kind of sound it's setting this mood already it's oh my god like I it, looked at the, the music back of the is wall. It, yeah and maybe it was a little so bit of, dark. Maybe I a little was voiceover. I couldn't see anything. 
the whole room. The whole room Like, they'll, they'll pause the video at him turning around <laughs> or something, and he'd go, the whole room <laughs> went immediately. And then, and, 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 and they've was, made something out of It was one of, of my favorite bits at the end of season two, like near the end of season two in our recording when y'all were talking about ghost adventures. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm in the Come place for you. Like you demon, yeah. you coward. At, at that moment, I had clips. to leave the room. <laughs> watch clips of oh, my head. Have you seen? Have you compared? Oh, I got a rash. I got a scratch. Have you compared? Look at my back. Dude, have you get, compared? Get my shirt off, man. Get my shirt off. What the fuck, have dude? You, there's scratches. Holy shit! I can't see it. How bad is it? It's bad, man. It burns, dude. It burns. All right, man. Oh fuck! I got a headache. It's compared like 2008. <laughs> Compare 2008 first starting Ghost Adventures episodes <laughs> with like 10 years later Ghost Adventures. That's yeah. when you get to like, they, they, they it's again the post production. Yeah. It's, it's po- the difference it's, between like, it's if a you polished want, package now. I'll tell you that. It's, it's the, it's what Americans do with reality shows. You can see it. That's like the proto use of it. You see it like, uh, I've shown y'all uh, like uh, that Gordon Ramsay show, the, the same episode edited for original airing in Britain compared to the way they punched it up the same episode in America to just be a completely different story, completely different tone. Like in the British version is like, Hey, you can, uh, you can do a lot better. Right. But otherwise we're good. And, and, and with no real music bed and you see the American cut of the same episode and it seems like he's screaming at her and there's like this heavy, like, you know, that reality show yeah, yeah. womp womp, like, it, it's it's that you can do like ninety percent of of tone and mood for these reality shows like that. It's all music. If you took the music and the the the, the sound beds out of those shows, it would be boring. It's like watching yeah. like undersea footage. Yeah. It's just absolutely nothing. I think that uh, one of the things that the reason I watch those shows partly is not the ghosts. I actually like the early stuff when I used to watch it more when it was early seasons. They travel. The dumb well, there's they also go, they go and they go to weird. Well, it was on Travel old, Channel. Yeah, yeah, they go to weird places. There's also historical the elements to it, right? Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll go into history of the town. Yeah. That part's cool, and then they get about 15 minutes of him going, All right, you demon, you fucking coward. If you're from hell, why aren't you scaring me right now? He'll say stuff like that, and I'm like. Okay, that's more entertaining. If you're really here, you'll show up. And you'll show up right here. Face me. Prove to the world that you're real. Like it's you're just like How much of you how much of this show have you watched, Evan? Enough seen enough. enough. He knows. He knows. It just he didn't even have to watch no. twenty four. I know that he. I know. I know he wears like Ed Hardy shirts. I can. I get. I, like, I know a lot of people. Evan, Evan knows gather. enough. Evan I lives can, in the zeitgeist. I showed him. I showed him I a do. few episodes. That's why like, I'm such a distracted person. <laughs> I have to just. I absorb little bits of everything. Oh, I can't man. help it. That's great. All right, so, Justin. What about you? What are you watching? So we, uh, Val and I, just finished Shameless. It ended a little thing. Um, now what what is I've heard of that okay, and you've sh- talked about what what is this one again? Shameless is a show about a family living in the south side of Chicago. Uh, there's a lot of political elements, I guess, gentrification, generational trauma. You know, just like it's there, there's a lot of like big subjects in it: racism, homophobic. You know, a lot of good like and and but it's a comedy. It's I don't know. It's interesting. Sounds that the one pretty. With, uh, uh, 
Name what, the lead actor. William H. Macy. Yeah, I've seen, I saw the... Emma, Emmy Rossum, Jeremy Allen White, who's now in that Hulu series, The Bear, or FX series, The yeah. Bear. He's the best character. I'm, I'm, that's something I'm going to start soon is The Bear. Uh, Shameless is is really good most of the way through. The end just kind of fell flat because it was during 2020. Uh, it was like right after 2020 oh, that they... they and the whole season was about... I mean, it was like a lot of COVID, a lot of masks. Uh, the... Their neighbors own a bar, and so they had to shut down the bar, and they brought it up, and the, and the weed got legal in Chicago and Illinois, and there's like a few. Obviously, they bring in a lot of topical things from that time, but I think because of COVID, the they didn't really have the ending they wanted. I think I think when shows leaned into COVID, it was a bad move. Yeah, I think when people watch shows, they don't want to be reminded of the pandemic. No. And, and this one went the shows full. that the shows that chose the I, I kind of admire it because it was a bold move. Yeah. And I haven't seen the show, Especially but actually during it, it's like, Whoa, right. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Right. Most shows tried to steer clear of it. If I remember Brook, Brooklyn Nine Nine kind of barely they acknowledged it a little bit, yeah. but they didn't make it a focus. And right. I think that was the right way to play it was just kind of have it. Because you don't want background. that weird bummer reminder. Right. Three or four years from now, when somebody's going back to binge your show and be like, oh. it's kind of like they're doing a, having another writer's strike right now. And every time I think of the writer's strike, I think of Battlestar and a lot of other good shows in the 2000s that had botched halfway endings yeah. that kind of led to some holes in huh. the, yeah. what was otherwise hey, a great, perfect show. Now, though, we don't even need that. We just have streaming services just canceling stuff for no reason. Just yeah. Now, Shameless is a like very slamming your hand what streaming service is it? Speaking of streaming, what is it on? So it was originally on Showtime, uh, but it's on Netflix. The whole eleven seasons. What is the deal with Showtime? Is I don't it, even know who they're owned by at this point. I mean, what? Where are it seems they? Seems like at? some Showtime stuff is associated with HBO. Hulu. Some of it's HBO. Uh, no, uh, I think Showtime's on its own. Homeland is is on Hulu. It's, it's in so combo it's all it's now. all over the place. Showtime's in combo with something. What is it like? What what happened to it? Paramount, CBS, Showtime, so, Paramount Plus. So all why why am I watching Plus. Homeland on Hulu? And why are you it's watching weird. Shameless because on Netflix? Why yeah. is Shameless Showtime, not on fucking? Because Paramount Showtime Plus. is still a premium channel. They have to get through something else. Do they lock? So they lock it in. Still, they don't. You have to, like you can get uh, Showtime through Amazon or Hulu. Oh look at that show, Your Honor. That looks. Which one? Your Honor down there. Oh, Your Honor. That looks like a serious show right there. Okay, sorry. That's that Brian, Brian Cranston. That looks face. like Brian Cranston. Yellow, Yellow Jackets <laughs> is supposed to be good. Speaking, from of, here. speaking of Brian Cranston, Malcolm and his dad. That was great. And they kept calling Aaron Paul. They Brian, no, Brian Cranston, Aaron Paul, or and no idea about Breaking Bad. It was, it was, they were, it, they were a big deal, and they were there because it was the dad from Malcolm in the Middle and Malcolm. <laughs> it was the Jesse. It's just great. Aaron Paul was Malcolm. <laughs> Frankie Muniz. Yeah, but it was Aaron Paul. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was good. They were, um, they were in Philadelphia promoting their booze. So uh, my wife is an English professor. She does a unit every semester on generational trauma generational like um generation x millennials baby boomers all that kind of stuff and the trauma and the and the things that get passed down um and and i kept telling her about this show i'm like this show is like the epitome of generational curses and trauma and like the wire kind of you know talks yeah. about that too shameless is great at all that stuff and it's worth watching for those things because while it's a comedy while it's raunchy and wild and chaotic 
they always bring you back down and they there's moments that tug your heartstrings. Sometimes it's really sad. So the lead actor guy from The Bear is in it? Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, I'm, I'm excited he's, for that he's dude. He's the best he's, character in that well, show, too. And they say he's great in The Bear, and he's going to be in that A24 movie about yeah. the Von Erichs. Yeah. Has, uh, he's, I think he's playing Carrie, so really sad. He's a good actor. Dramatic, dying of drugs role. So good. Um, watch that. Or we're still watching This Is Us very slowly, because that show will definitely hit you hard. How many seasons of that is? Isn't there just a billion seasons? There's not show? that many. Not like Shameless. I don't think I it's as long. long time. It's not like Homeland. Um, eight seasons, we did thirteen episodes. You watching Homeland sounds now. like somebody <laughs> trying to walk through the mud in 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 galoshes, and they they. You got to admit, I'm I'm a dedicated. Yeah, you're not stopping. TV watcher. You're, yeah. you're like you started like the leftover. Didn't it's not something I did watch the leftovers. the leftovers. Yeah, I finished it. I, I gave it high sevens i gave shameless an 8.11 i think it was there before i just think i it's a good spot for it i do love the show it just fell a little flat at the end and i can't hey, really that's respectable because of the the pandemic um i'm gonna get justin to watch leftovers by the way on a side note yeah. you're, you're gonna watch no, it. i need to you're I, gonna watch that's it. one that i'm gonna watch. it's not that long it's only three seasons yeah. it's not that long. uh we did finish mom as well i gave that an 8.15 uh it's a sitcom it's about like uh Alcohol addiction, but it's funny. It's got William Finch Fitchner in it, okay. and he's pretty good in it. Uh, Allison Janney, uh, Anna Faris. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, and right now I'm watching Chuck just for something familiar because we've had a lot going on. Uh, but I think the next show I might catch up, rewatch, catch up on, and finish is The Expanse. Uh, I think oh, yeah. I need to tackle that again yeah. and get through it all. Uh, but other than that, I mean, we're just watching... Our regular shows. Speaking of shows that would f- follow Homeland, that is in the same mold. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. I am going to wa- Evan. I am going to watch it because I watched Homeland and I read. I looked online and said, "What should I watch after I watch Homeland?" And they said, "Jack Ryan." And then that showed The Diplomat with Carrie Russell on Netflix. Okay. Um, that got really high yeah, marks. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to watch that anyway. Yeah. But those were the two shows. They recommended and uh, going. Yeah, well, you know what? You're never gonna watch Doctor Who, so go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wh- wait, still, hold on, hold on. Y'all still have hold. No, wait. Y'all still have a deal up in the air. If Taylor gives Doctor Who a good shot, you're supposed to watch Avatar: the Last Airbender. That's, I forgot about that. that deal would have made, be, you'd have huh? to. It, well, you'd need I've to watch. No, it would need to be a watch. Like no, he, you watch that. I saw I'll a whole watch. season. I watched a whole season of Doctor Who. You Evans watch, watched zero. I know. So still, there's a little bit of a disconnect with that deal already. Yeah. So I could watch the next season of Doctor Who. Uh, it's w- the one after the first. Ep- I would say if you or, if you get through two and three, season two and three yeah. of Doctor Who, I'll, he needs to give it a good right. shot. I will say and right now, need, I, I am I not know. watching a tremendous amount of TV. I don't rewatch things like you yeah. guys do. I don't know how. With I, what am I rewatching? I don't. know. Taylor, I don't know how how <laughs> you have still haven't time, given man. Smallville a shot. I did. After. I did watch the first two. Remember, like three years ago at Christmas, <laughs> and then I said I'd pick it back up, and I've never clicked it again. <laughs> you talk, y'all are making fun of me for Homeland. Shit, Smallville is like a little version of 
supernatural with how long it's it is. So good though. It's like twenty something episodes a I season. Know. And it's, you immediately have to you give have, people have a pass when it's that long. You have time, Taylor. It's well, Doctor admit Who's it. That Do long. I have admit, that time? I know. I don't That's have, why I'm not giving him shit yeah. about it. I don't have that much time. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. If I didn't, if I didn't work, I would do it. I don't. I just don't have great for a podcast about TV movies. I just don't have time for a lot of TV. Yeah. There's other. I I I read a lot of comic books. I play video games. I listen to podcasts. I do need to say though that I was watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe in order, and I got to Eternals, and I got about half an hour in. Because and after Eternals, there's like, what What are the next couple you're going to watch? The Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. So Wakanda Forever. Watch. The Loki. What if? Uh, WandaVision. Just I banger, get after banger after banger yeah. after banger. You're good. Like, just yeah, don't, but don't watch just, I just wanted to point out that I tried to watch Eternals, and I was so bored. Listen, even... Listen, at the end of... I'll just say, at the end of Eternals, it ends with an, a celestial was going to be born out of the earth like an egg. So it ends with this, like petrified eternal head like half a head and hand emerging from the ocean yeah never referenced again like literally a continent-sized fucking uh, coming out of the ocean never mentioning it in any further marvel movie if that doesn't tell you that they kind of went wiped eternal under the rug kind of like the inhumans tv show they did remember the inhumans tv show that was on around agents of shield they swept that quickly under the rug was that a hulu show no, that was an ABC. Oh, the reason show. I want to bring Ouch. up Eternals is because Taylor has, over the course of however many years we've been doing this podcast, said, "When are they gonna? When are they gonna? You know, fuck it up? Yeah, when's RT it, it? What movie rotten. is it gonna happen on? What? When are they gonna falter? And it and it turns out to be a movie that is a. Well, didn't it happen during the pandemic? That movie. Like twenty one. There something? were several different yeah. factors that kind of fucked. I mean, Eternals. I remember seeing it. The advertise on Rotten I mean, the Tomatoes. The is star studded. It's a yeah. And then uh, I like look. I said, yeah. And then you look it up, and no one likes it. Yeah. This and is now this, you're telling me you didn't even finish. You you hated it basically. Yeah. It's it's basically it the, would be a red. I don't red know how bar in this age they wussed out on the visual visuals, especially considering some of the visuals they had in that they the, the their depictions of like the celestials. We're talking about Jack Kirby. Who more than Stan Lee, more than anybody, is the godfather of comic books. He invented what you think of, and not like the top a hundred. You could start listing a hundred things about comic books that you remember off your top of your head, and probably I would say like eighty percent of it was probably Jack Kirby had something to do with it. Created the visual, created the comic, whatever. He created a lot, these little just single universe. He wasn't like like I'm on Green Lantern now. Like he would just create beautiful worlds like he did one for kind of dc owns called the new gods dark side is one of the new gods that's been kind of utilized it to great effect in dc comics and yeah. dc movies um they didn't on the marvel side he had the celestials and the eternals and they're what they did to earth and it and then now it's all been co-opted now celestials are fucking all over the place in marvel in the mcu they are referenced more often than the eternals are the Eternals, it was a big vi- Jack Kirby visuals. What made th- uh, the Thor Ragnarok great? The colors. How they leaned into the, that. They leaned into the yeah. comic book of it all. Yeah. Like any time they get, they have a producer, director, whoever that gets a little spooked and doesn't lean it like Taika Waititi, like John Favreau, like some of the other ones that were the, the successful ones. 
the directors, mm-hmm. they don't lean into the comic book of it all. If you don't shoulder into it like James Gunn tends to do, you're gonna it's you're that's it. Especially if it's something that big. You all right? Get that director for something like Black Widow or Captain America, where it's a little bit more straightforward spy yeah. action, punch, punch, kick, kick, hallway fight, whatever. But when it comes to space, when it comes to the big concept, celestial space god shit, why are you gonna take your foot off the <laughs> set? Like this, when you look up the the Eternals, they're all unique looking and 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 striking, and then they made them all just kind of me. They look. I just saw a photo or something of one of the advertisements, and there was like fifteen characters lined up or something. Yeah. And I was just like, no. Yeah. Like the the concept of the Eternals they, is is a race of 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 eternal people that are like the guardians of the planet from like before when the the, the seeds of hum, humanity just starting. The <laughs> Celestials put the Eternals on Earth. These like there's only so many of them, and they they can regenerate, and they've guided history. Like whole civilizations were yeah. like all the god like their names are like Apollo and Circe and stuff because those gods mythologies were based on these folks Got who it. have been on Earth since the beginning, and it's a great concept. It's a fucking cool like they've got these whole cities that are that live in this folded space on, and on different locations on Earth. <coughs> I think they're great. I've the the recent comic book the recent uh marvel run of eternals and uh, this like war they had with the mutant nation of krakoa like it was a great fucking awesome run recently in marvel comics where the eternals were the kind of the bad guys it was great but comic books it could have been i'm saying all to say it could have been good could have been fucking it could have been good but it wasn't but they pushed out because because somebody Cause was somebody the wrong was guy. Just like, on the, I don't know. So the last two things I'll mention is that my wife and I went to see Hamilton. Taylor went the next night. Yep. Uh, it was great. It was awesome in, in uh, at the Majestic. Alexander Hamilton. Which made me <laughs> t- remember, uh, Taylor, you got me to watch, which I didn't finish, but I watched a couple episodes of that miniseries on HBO, John Adams. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember oh, really liking with, uh, it, but I never Paul finished Giamatti? it. Yeah, that was a that was that's good, a good, yeah. good miniseries. So Val it's and I, Val and I are probably going to watch that. Uh, we watched the trailer earlier. Hey, that's today. a good. That's a good point. Maybe I can get Stephanie to watch that now yeah. with me because that because now that we watch it Hamilton, ties in. It ties in really yeah. well. Uh, so we're going to watch that. And a little then, less rapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul G. A lot of you know going to rap. A, a lot of people would not be able to sit through Hamilton because just because of that. Yeah. Just because they had black Hip, actors hip-hop. playing white people. historically yeah. white people, and that would be it. And I'm that's just sad. But, they but anyway, were, they were all immigrants at the time. It was great. Uh, and then uh, I'll give you a good segue, Evan. We started watching the last season of Miss Maisel. We watched two, <laughs> two episodes so far. Yeah, Ivy and I just sat down and watched the last season of Maisel. It's just. I, I love, I think we've talked about before the, the pseudo, like where it's history, but they change the names and make it a, it like, cause there was, it's all based on real. Like they have the, the, this, the, she works on a show in the last season called the Gordon Ford show, which is an, what they do mention Jack Parr. That's how you know that it's an analog for the Johnny Carson show. Well, are you sure it wasn't Johnny Carson, like Ed Sullivan? No, what? it was, it was the tonight show. Cause it was the, the fucking 60. 60s. 
That was that would have been Ed Sullivan with the Beatles in the sixties. No, uh, well, like, I mean, hold on. I don't know when Johnny Carson started. I don't think it was that early. Yeah, it was. Because I I, I looked it up. (laughs) Or maybe Jack Parr before Johnny Carson. I have no idea. It might have been Jack Parr, but I know Ed Sullivan was at that same time. And I'm waiting for having to talk, so I'm just uh, talking, talking, talking into the mic. It's <laughs> okay. That's Hold enough on. of that shit. Uh, I'll talk about something else. I got something big that the audience has probably been begging for. Okay, us you're to right. The Tonight Show was on from 1954. Yeah, it's, it's only Carson. two seasons because it because it, the character Gordon Ford has a kind of a complicated. Why does it say only two seasons though? Has a complicated well, marriage and 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 he it, it's Steve, based on Johnny Carson. Steve Allen, Jack Parr was like into the 60s, so Jack Parr is probably the. Anyway, Gordon Ford. It was it, it was it, it's just great. My, my, it's all to say, Mabel's great. Uh, the the end, of course, to uh, um, um, Jesus Christ, Lenny Bruce's life mm. is very historically very very sad. But the way they deal with what could be a very sad yeah. ending to that show, and they flip it around, they Tarantino it a little bit, and tell you the sad part first, and then end it in a way that makes you go, oh, oh, yay. You know, like it, it's not a spoiler to say that Maisel ends on a upbeat. I figured it's it. An upbeat yeah, show. I, fi- I figured it's, it would. It's, it's, you're very, it, but pleased. it doesn't feel that way from the beginning of this, of the season. No, it does you not. You think it's going to end because you're, because, because you have this ticket. Well, the, since the minute they, they, they included the one of the one real human being, Lenny Bruce, who was a real person, you're going, oof, like that's, are they going for an Oscar? I, I, or that's a, a set, and that guy's performance is so good. It's so good. When they show you the sad part, like especially yeah. with him, they show you the sad part. Then they show you a, they do a little flashback bit. It's great. It's yeah. great how they do it. Um. Uh, because because what they then show you has a lot of impact on stuff you've already seen and her motivation. They go like this a lot back and forth. But the sad part, you're just sitting there because he ended his life. He was one of those people, you know, we always say, oh, they were ahead of their time. He was legitimately yeah. way too far ahead of his time. Like you say, oh, George Carlin is kind of a peer, but a little later, but he started off as a very straight comedian right. and then transitioned in like the 70s to being more like filthy. Lenny Bruce came out and just, he was, yeah. he was bad right away. He, he was, was violating hacking. laws. He was, he, yeah. he, he got so, and if he just popped, decency like, laws. if he just popped a little later and played it a little more straight in the early bit of his career, he probably would have been okay. But he started out so getting in so much trouble. He was so embroiled in legal, just, all the lawsuits, all the time in jail, all the times getting arrested for indecency law. It, like indecency law, you want to point unconstitutional to the poster, laws. Just a, a guy whose life was ruined. But by, that were around a long time in America. The real before shame. It was struck down. But he, God, that guy, like, but you, you, that guy, I, he's doing an absolute pin perfect like you imitation. believe he's hit you, you believe he's lenny you, bruce like if you've never seen lenny bruce go google some it, i've 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 listened to some staggering. recordings of lenny bruce on my yeah. own and i've uh, because mainly because of that show right um he's but a, he was he was an absolute tortured crushed under the weight of his of his mind and the what his thoughts he just he was a big thinker that just just 
you know, yeah, like, like wasn't so right, many other geniuses just kind of... It wasn't the right time for him. Yeah. And, and, and he, he, just didn't, called, he just, didn't adapt. He wasn't... He didn't adapt, like you said. He didn't try to pair he, it back for a bit or just, anything. Just very smart. Just a brilliant man that just started collapsing under the weight of his own stuff. Yeah. But what's her name that plays Maisel? I saw one person fan cast if they made like a... Um, like an old, like a, a, a period Superman piece that was like in the 40s or something, she'd be a great Lois. Oh, lady. for sure. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, like, she'd just be so, the, she would, I've, I haven't heard of a fan casting that would do a more, be more pitch perfect. How many and seasons was Maisel? Four? Five. Four? This is the fifth season. Is it the fifth? Yeah. yeah. So Good, I'm solid. Did, I'm thinking I'm, I got two seasons to watch. I think, so. I think I, I've stuff. watched. Seasons one through three. Yeah, I think so. That's probably right. And I ended on a sort of a cliffhanger where she was leaving, and then something shit hit the fan. Was it the shy Baldwin where oh, she yeah, gets left shy on Baldwin. the tarmac? Yep. Yeah, I think I, I feel left a on lot that. of people say at that point in that season is where it started to dun to dun to dun, dun and slowing down. I, I think I, I didn't post have a problem the last with, couple with seasons it. of that show were fucking yeah. fire. Like good. I didn't have a problem with season three. Yeah, I enjoyed watching her kind of. Get out in mm-hmm. front of a lot of people and and, and then tell that bad. And joke. my 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 most yeah. fun, my most fun, cringy. Gosh. I I that I, shows good at making you feel yeah. the embarrassment. But in the those next moments. time you watch, if you go back and watch it, just be like, who is fill in the blank based on? It's yeah. a fun game to play while you watch Ms. Maisel. Right. Like, uh, who is Shy Baldwin based on? He's been like Harry Belafonte yeah, well, and a few other diff- like a few other yeah. acts that were going on where some of them had. Potential secret gay secret, uh, like who is Ms. Maisel based on? It lists, of course, you know, uh, Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers, and several other, mostly Joan Rivers. Um, I could who see is the Gordon Ford show yeah. based on who is who is you know, like it, it's neat, it's just neat how they did that and just just twisted enough real life into a fun. It's definitely it's a high production value show. Yeah, it's solid writing, solid Alex, acting, Alex solid Borstein. sets. Who knew? Really, uh, really I mean, well done. Alex Borstein is a fucking hoot. On you that might show. grow to love Susie Taylor. I don't. I, I mean, I don't. Watching when she starts to succeed. Yeah, I, I, I've been. I enjoyed her. It, right? I enjoyed I her more, in especially this last season. Three. Yeah, I like that. Midway through this season, you kind of go. Oh, she, Susie's really fucking successful. She yeah. doesn't change any of her nope. tribe, but then all of a sudden she starts listing people to someone that she's representing right. now, and you're going, "Yeah, okay, yeah." yeah. And, and, and just, she's based off someone. She's got to be. Yeah. Oh, she's based on a very real person. Yeah. Very yeah. real. That yeah. did was very much that, and just a real pill and a pickle. It, right. You know what? Miss Maisel reminds me a little bit of Mad Men in a way, not just because it's a period drama, but also because... Aesthetically beautiful. Yeah, aesthetically high production you value can, drama. Well, one thing that... With, they mix comedy in One thing it, that I noticed is when she started working at the Gordon Ford show, there was a lady on the phone that said, yeah, no, we're not smoking anymore. No one's smoking here. We can't smoke anymore, which reminded me of episode one of Mad Men. Yeah. That's when it came out. It'll, like early 1960. It's a little yeah. crossover the, on the period. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a fascinating era because yeah. TV was still TV was still crazy new. Yeah, you think of all these oh the sixties, all these shows. I'm like, TV was what fifteen years? Didn't fifties was when TV happened? Fifty, yeah. I'm I'm 50s. definitely fascinated with the fifties in a lot of ways, yeah. and whenever shows explore it in a really good way, it it gets me. Especially when it, a way that goes, this was not. This was the real. 
the good old days. Right, right. Things from in a certain way, sure, but in the other ways, not. super not. Right. That's what, and that's what I'm getting at. Is I like it when shows are more authentic well, about. That's why, the era. like, whenever I hear someone that, does, well, I don't want to watch Mad Men. It's so misogynistic. I'm like, no, you're coming at it backwards. Yes, it's shining a light, a good. It's not just, No, it's not misogynistic. It just has misogyny in it. But but, but the point to of an end, it, it not has for no point. reason. It's real. To right. an it, end. It's to a point. Yeah. And if you don't use things like. A, a neat show or a movie to remember it's like well i don't necessarily like to hear about the holocaust but i know going to see stuff like sophie's choice <laughs> thank you or schindler's list or schindler's, schindler's list. list is important yeah shame on us for not having seen but, but i've seen schindler's list <laughs> I, I say shame were you gonna say shame on you for not seeing sophie's choice i'm saying shame on us for not having seen it inglorious like, bastards yeah well, there you go that's that's you know yeah indiana jones yeah Okay, I'm going to go see the, the new Indiana Jones the, movie the, soon with my wife for sound my of music. birthday. Sound, of, sound music. of music. The question that everybody's been asking that I was going to mention earlier when we had a little dead period is, why have we not watched The Witcher? Why have we not talked about The Witcher? There's people I'm, asking that question whenever it's it's out right now, the first half. We haven't even mentioned it. It bums me out. I've only seen season one. Really? You never saw season two? No. I like season two better. It bums one. me out that but this is it. I I'm, don't know if it comes to a good conclusion. He's out already. I don't know. Like, there's I, nothing th- more. There's nothing more. If, unless I, this season ends with a nice, but they're going to continue and they're going to recast and they're going to keep I doing. didn't click the button. I I've even I asked. We, were, we reactivated our Netflix for a couple of things, mostly for I wanted to watch Great British Bake Off. But um, she was like, Witcher? I'm like, me. That was my it reaction. Took, <laughs> it took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, I think it did a lot of it people. It took the I've, wind so hard out of my sails. I had installed Witcher 3, hoping to kind of play it between now and Starfield. <laughs> Just never got inspired. Yeah. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Amazing how one actor can do that. The lead actor can just take the whole show with them. Yeah. They're going to find... I bet you the ratings are going to show that. The it's showing it. It's, what, it's, it's showing it, it right now. I, and I bet you... You know I'm, who's pissed? You know who's probably... I mean, he's probably counting his bucks while it lasts. But the guy that the, the owns... The, the people that are in Poland that own the property are probably... And CD Projekt Red, too, are probably like, motherfucker. Yep, on yep. this? Like, it was getting hot. They were going to launch a new they were gonna thing be off the back the of it. Biggest and thing. Netflix and the whole on fuck this? up just... just Tanked on this podcast, shamed. we have been so cold, Real shame. so cold on Henry, Henry Cavill, then so hot, and now we're back to down to so cold. No, I love Henry Cavill. I'm Henry Cavill. I, I'm more yeah, power, more power to him for leaving the show. I'm saying shame on the producers of that show that wanted to fuck around with the story so bad that the author of the book and Henry Cavill, a fan of the books and games, loving the show, they ki- they wanted to kick him off set because he kept stopping going, that's not how any what of if, this is supposed to be. Evan, what if? It's a real fucking shame. No, what if? That's not true. None of that's been confirmed. That's just people talking on the internet, whispering, because Cavill won't say publicly what the deal was. Because he's always struck me as kind of a classy guy that doesn't. He won't say anything. But remember, we're still talking about a guy who didn't want to shave his mustache for Superman. Oh, you mean Henry Cavill? Yeah. 
I think you know what I think, Evan. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb Again, here. Though, I'm a, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to go out on a limb Snyder here. Snyder was a pe- was a dick, and the people that were running DC in those movies were dicks, and they jerked them around. I w- and if I was getting a big fat paycheck to be cool and wear cool suits and not have to <laughs> dick around with superhero stuff and punch around with Tom Cruise, I'd probably go fuck y'all. The where that nah, I don't know. I'm still on Team Henry Cavill. <laughs> I think I'm on Team Henry Cavill. Before I say this, just to be clear, I'm definitely on I've his side. I've heard him side. talk about Witcher before. Me too, and I think, and he, I'm like, nah, dog. That's a guy who really likes. We being do on that know. Show. We do know in that scene where he, where Roach dies, and he wrote that scene because they were just gonna make it up, nothing, like nothing. And I know from that that he, he was in tune. He, he was in shit. tune with the material. But I'll tell you one thing that they, Henry Cavill, won't tell you, and no one is on the internet that's on his team is gonna tell you. I think. He's a very stubborn man. Yeah. Oh, I think he strikes he, me as very stubborn. He's probably stubborn. very difficult to work with when but there's a script that, in front of him. I imagine that's the he, double-edged sword of people that are, you want people passionate about the thing, but not so passionate they're hard to work with. And I think, I, yeah, I think, I don't know where he was on that spectrum to where he's not easy at all to work with versus he's so passionate for the project that he's doing this out of the goodness of the intellectual property. You know, I, I don't know feel, I w- where I w- that line is with him, but I think I side with him and I bet you he left because season two, from what I've understood, they've already gone way off. In season three, they said they, they jumped the shark in a lot they, of ways. They, with the they, book. they just grabbed the book and tossed it aside, grabbed the games, tossed it aside, and they're just and, going off script. And here's the truth. You've seen season one, right, Justin? Uh-huh. If it didn't have Henry Cavill in it, would that be a good show? Probably not. It wouldn't, would it? Because no. one has some ru- some rough edges, and he makes the damn show. Yeah. He carries it. Because that's the truth. He carries the damn show. They had that little Witcher Blood Moon, not for whatever the fuck it was, the, the little spinoff, thing, the spinoff little mini series that nobody talks about. I I know a couple people at work, and I mentioned, "Hey, y'all watch the Witcher?" I knew they had, and I was, like, "You watch the Witcher spinoff?" They're like, "What spinoff?" I said. No, they put a lot of money into Netflix. it, just playing with them, and it's real. Yeah, but Netflix nobody's is even terrible knows about, about advertising their own shit. So they are Netflix is Henry Cavill. Those shows are supposed to be terrible. terrible. That that miniseries is supposed to be fucking awful, and they had very good talent on the actors and Why actresses did, on the yeah, show. Yeah, wasn't Michelle Yeoh in that? Yeah, show? Michelle Yeoh is like, in. What's, yeah. so they have top tier talent, and they make it shit. Where, where are we? He was in two seasons. But the third season won't have him. Or no, was he in three. three. He'll he, be in. He's. This is the third season right now. Is and it the all last out? season? No, half of it's out. Okay. Yeah. So I might, I might watch it. Season, I might does watch he it leave when. Or did he finish the season? No, he finishes the season and then he's out. He did the whole. And then, third. What do you, I, and then I, they got a new guy coming in. I'll tell you what. I might. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. I'm Garrett. I want to see. I'm Garrett. <laughs> I want to see where... It's like a whole different take. But he gets, he gets disfigured in combat is what they say, right? He what? He gets disfigured in combat. That's what they oh, say. Oh, are you serious? I saw something about that in the headline. Oh, God. If they try to make it like that... Geralt in the games and in the, in the books are described in show as having... Yeah, but Evan, don't face don't try to whatever. No, they, I'm they're no, gonna make I them know. all cake makeup on him every I, season. I where know, he's just like you can't. I want to know what David Lynch would do with a season four of The Witcher. Oh, oh shit. Oh well, I don't know. There's already a lot of creepy stuff in those books, you know. Uh, I don't know. You could uh, he could he like a he could just do the whole season. How oh, here you go. Possessed by a witch, go real classic Witcher. He's possessed by a Rougarou or something. 
and uh, you know, he, he he ends up carving up his own face. Just <laughs> a real graphic scene. <laughs> he's scream- is he uh, screaming? He just he just he's he's laughing. <laughs> he's, he's screaming and laughing at the same time as he digs his fingernails into his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You cast. It? You could cast Steve Buscemi, and no one would, <laughs> no one would even question it. Just move right along. Move. He kill the Rougarou and walk out. And Siri goes, "Who are you?" And he goes, "It's me, Carol." <laughs> Let's go fight that lion over there. I heard his name is Aslan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! That's a good. Oh, a Narnia Witcher crossover. That's a good throw. Fucking rule! Uh, oh, can you imagine Geralt finding himself in Narnia and just walking around like just slaughtering? Oh shit! They're goddamn everywhere. Just killing! No! 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 Stop! Oh, shit. oh wow! Fucking Aslan! That shit still. That's so that's funny. <laughs> From the minute you started playing, like, how can I... Aslan! He's asking me about something completely different, but I'm going to bring it back around to Aslan. Oh, Aslan. Bless Aslan. So, you also Uh, watched Strange New World, so is that all out for season three? No. No, it's it's dripping. It's it's dripping. It's It's only four and five will be this week. Okay. And I'm I'm sure it's going to have... It's gonna be great. It's great. Oh yeah. God, fucking strange new world. I'm not even worried about um, it. It's I, great. I'm excited for the last season of Discovery. Oh, yeah, my you're good. I'm really excited for the last season of Discovery. I don't. Know, it takes it takes something there's punchy a, to get me to. There's a lot of people that do not like it, and you'll yeah. see. You'll kind of get the idea. I'm telling you guys, most of my I usually I'm listening to like a long podcast or. Flipping around to like five different YouTube channels I follow and playing Crusader Kings. Yeah. That's kind of where my brain I mean, or reading comics. You know, you know. we've I've talked about a couple shows that I've started and never finished. The Expanse is one of them. I want to I need to go back and watch the Americans all the way through. You do. Yeah. You finish do. that one out. Homeland, obviously. I would uh, do Americans first. It's shorter and it's it's a little bit better. Before the Expanse, opinion. you think? No, no. I would I would prioritize expanse yeah so that's kind of the mission i'm on you know i'll throw something familiar in between just because you're gonna dip into any star trek so once i'm done catching up with the shows that i have never have not finished does that include the comic book ones or just the that's no no that's a different project that's a different yeah that's a way different project eternals kind of turned me off of that for a while but i'll get back to those watch shang chi that'll kick it yeah i'll kick you right back into it because uh what's her name that plays the sidekick Aquafina. You ever heard of Aquafina? No. Little the kind water? of an Asian girl that talks like this. She's real fucking funny, and she plays his like friend, and she's great. It's um, a fu- like Shang Chi will make you belly laugh. There's some like I told you, Tre- uh, uh, Ben Kingsley. Between Aquafina and Ben Kingsley, that that movie's straight up comedy. It's the, so funny. The next movie I really want to watch, or show I want, Star Trek show I want to watch is uh, Enterprise. I want to watch Enterprise. Before I get Faith into, I want to, I want to finish off the, the ni- old nineties, two thousands era Star Treks before I jump into. Let me tell you something, Cap. Discovery. This is what the engineer on Enterprise sounds like. <laughs> Maybe not, <laughs> dude. No, no, I'm gonna watch. Also, it. very hot Vulcan. 
I'll I'll have to. Proto, I need to I need to watch it. It's the only. It's the only non-animated Star Trek that I haven't. The proto Starfleet stuff of yeah. is fun in Enterprise. Yeah, it's legit. Like like you see, it's like when they show like regular general style, like American European style general dude, like working with the star. You know this this multi. You're seeing like the global government kind of coming together it's still america there's yeah. still other countries the vulcans are still just like the one alien the one like the our main friend alien race and uh but it yeah did you see they canceled that voyager animated show yeah prodigy that's a shame it was a cute show yeah oh well how many seasons are in enterprise ba, 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 um five i think four or five let's find out you think you're right. I've looked into it. It's a it's a good. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of episodes. Ninety eight episodes. Yeah, four seasons. Four seasons. Yeah, it, it was. It's a, pro, a little hundred twenty five. It's a very. Per, it's honestly a quick watch. Twenty four to four. And there's some. There's it, within. I wouldn't define that as a quick watch, but that's, within Enterprise, there is some great Star Trek. I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I promise. Forty eventually. Well, I can't promise that. But the I, doctor's I, a trip. I want the, to watch it. The um, which character is most like Data Odo? Kind of that th- Spock thread. The doctor. From the Vulcan the, woman and the the weird raced doctor guy are both because uh, it's aliens are still a new thing. Yeah. But let me tell you, the guy that played Wayun, that actor who's mm. played like a million things in Star Trek, Brunt. Brunt uh, he plays the best character. He, the Andorian. Yeah, he plays an Andorian captain that starts off as a villain and ends up being like kind of a a, a friend's frenemy with with Archer. And just the ex- he's just such so space cap, you know, just like well, Captain Archer, <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> he's that guy. I mean, he's they do a lot of very TOSy. Like all the TOS races, like all the ones you did, like the original races, the Andorians, the Vulcans, the kind of dog, droopy dog faced ones. You, they, you, you, they mentioned Romulans, but it was, remember when TOS, the Romulan Empire, no one's ever seen a Romulan right. before. No so you never see a Romulan. You know I, what I'm saying? What I'm like, kind of hoping the Enterprise and Strange New Worlds will do for me is get me to move into the original series and watch it with a little more emphasis and. <laughs> Just to that's the toughest thing. It's uh, look, yeah. Season three is anything is from difficult the 60s from the original. Yeah, is a a harder thing. Even sitcoms from the sixties mm-hmm. are but hard it's so, to watch. It's so beloved, and I want to like it. There's some you just good have stuff to in it. Fully but accept the cheese. Yeah, and a lot the of cheese. and just and the bad the, special like, effects. The and, like Buck Rogers of it all. And just pay attention to the performances from the biggies. It's you're talking about the big ideas behind people, it. A, a cast acting off the fucking screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's not one pr- member of the main cast of the original series that's not just giving it a hundred and fifty yeah. fucking percent. Even even Leonard Nimoy is just. I mean. Maybe not season three, but the burning, first two. Burning their way into pop culture. How many for the times rest are you going to reiterate that, Taylor? I, I just. <laughs> I, I think when people talk about the original series before I had seen it, they never warned me. Hey, 
how bad season three is whenever you come off season two. Have and then ever... you find out that Gene Roddenberry left the show and you yeah. find out the big writers left the show and then you realize that they're left with network schmucks trying to write Star Trek and that's what you get. How to approach it. You ever read it's like something? Jonathan Sony yeah. got a hold of Star Trek and just started writing schlock. I would love to do Jonathan Sony, but I need to make this point before I forget. Uh, you ever read something where you're like, it's a little dry, but I know I need to read this. I need to read this book or I need to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The original series is just like, this is bedrock of a pop culture that I love. That's why I watched Regardless it. Regardless of any qualms yeah. or iffies I have about it, I constantly I'm going to watch yeah. it because it's it's, it's historic. That's it's, how I feel about it. It's, it's historic. A to- it's a historic tome. Yeah, yeah. and that's like how in I Galaxy have to... Quest, the historic the historic files. Yeah. Oh, I had to. I imagined how these episodes were playing back when my dad was well, younger, and just, you know, just how, blowing they, people's minds every week. Every would, week, people know. just go into school and work, going, "Did you?" Fucking watch Star Trek. It's last the same night. reason I want to watch 2001. I've never seen it, but I want to. A Space Odyssey? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a good. Or Close Encounters. Dog. Stupid dog. Sorry. Um, but no, yeah, it's just great. And and yeah, like, boy, howdy, does Strange New Worlds just, just, oh, it just echoes. It doesn't go over with to the top with the 60s aesthetic. A few people, like, Pike and number one, and they do have, have some. Kinda... They have some cheese, yeah. But every Star Trek has cheese. Right. It's about the right amount of. They cheese. They forgot that with the first couple of seasons of Discovery. Yeah, yeah. they did. I think they really wanted to go plat- different, platinum age of yeah. TV ish Star Trek with that show. But I hope the direction they go from here on out is very they, strange. They hit it. They they're, just, they're on it. They don't need to nah. leave. They don't need to leave where they're at. They need I, to like, stay. And you know they want to Paramount is desperate to keep Star Trek vital and and I, I have They no have doubt. to. They're they're it's the only it's the biggest thing they still got, right? Like I'm Or wait, really, what, was it Halo on there or is that I don't know. I think that's already been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else Halo? Per, I, well, I don't know what first. all Par- I don't know what all Paramount has. I tried. I, I don't know. I tried Halo? with Halo. I tried. It's not that. So, it's, it's just. Paramount. Um, it is Paramount. Yeah. Joyless. Just yeah, a joyless show. Uh, the series was already renewed for a second no. season. It had a big viewership, I think. Mixed reviews, though. So it had already renewed when it premiered uh, for a second I just, season. I, just, I watched bye like bye. eight. I watched like eight episodes. I didn't even finish. I got almost to the end. Yeah, of the it was season. nine. Just like, nine episodes is what it showed. Just there. I think I petered out. Seventy percent. Forgot about it. Yeah, seven point two. It's mediocre. It's very mediocre. Extremely mediocre. Yeah. What I the cast is? I think the guy that plays Matt. They they. There's the problem though. Master Chief is constantly taking his helmet off. He's a fully fleshed out person with Come a name. And, uh, yeah, it, he's it, that dude right there. He's con- it's it's his they face ninety percent of the time. He's constantly. They, they should have Mandalorian to that. They could do a supercut where he's just constantly. Oh, I'm sure if this came out after Mandalorian, he'd be in the helmet more. Yeah. They were so fucking scared of having a faceless oh protagonist. This was he's after just, Mandalorian though. This was 2022. This was last year. When it, when did the first season come out? Twenty. Yeah, last year. 
when did they film it? Was it well? It would have been after Mandalorian. So yeah, they would have. They yeah. just. I don't know. It's just. Uh, it's just. He's just constantly reaching back and pulling off that Gosh, fucking what have helmet. I seen him in? Not every video He's, game uh, adaptation. Porn stash in Orange is the New that Black. Is, that's right. He was also. In, he was he also was in, in Weeds. He was in American Gods as the Leprechaun. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, anyhow, that uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good little. I wish I was watching more TV fart. for you guys. I think my life will get a little simpler over the next, hopefully, couple years, and I'll I'll have. You need to finish Better Call Saul. Yeah, that is. I might. That's that's a show. Did we talk God. about that last month? I did finish yeah, that. Yeah, that is a damn. Yeah, yeah. Is it on did. Netflix? Yep. It is so good. I'm so. I I want. What is he doing what? next? I wonder. I, I look what forward to what is my hang up. Next. Why do I am I not? Your hang up. Excited Dark, darkness. I don't know. Maybe darkness. You're associating it with darkness. I, I yeah. Not not Bob Odenkirk, but uh oh, um, oh Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan. Yeah. I was like, what is? What is I know do? he's on a, some show. I, I I didn't. I mean, I'm a fa- I'm a fan, but I more of a fan of gi- what Gilligan creates. Let's see what he's doing next as a. Uh, Speaking Producer. of Star Trek and the X Files and Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, yes. bring the X Files back. Previous, oh. previous in development, no. Yeah, whatever happened to that, huh? I mean, he's. It doesn't say I anything. Just gave upcoming. Taylor a look. It died. It's it died dead. on the vine. It was. It's over. Okay, so he hasn't announced anything new yet. No. Okay. It's probably taking a little breather. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't need to work. No, no, <laughs> no. He's good. You guys, he could, he's probably going to be one of those that takes a few years between between beats. But I mean, if you look at his resume, he does shows I really like. So naturally, I'm interested in. I mean, he he wrote some things or directed uh, some episodes of things, but mm-hmm. it's not what he directs as much as what he creates. Oh, that's I'm, all better. Cool. Yeah, that's all better. Cool song, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just chilling. He's just riding, riding the ride. Mm-hmm. But he created. Don't don't not give him credit. He's no, behind he's, the scenes architect here on on these. Yeah. So okay, well, yeah. Barbara Oh, another show I would like Evan <laughs> to watch since you've activated Netflix that I think you would really like is Cobra Kai. Yes. If yeah. you want something lighter, that's that very light. It's just good. Throw it on and watch like three or four episodes, and they're like what twenty five minute. You'll episodes. get so hooked. I watched the first season. I watched the first handful. Oh, then never mind. If you didn't like it after the first season, I wouldn't. We canceled our Netflix. Oh. (laughs) It was like, she was like, is there anything you're desperately wanting? I'm like, I'm watching a few things, but whatever. And we moved to activate something else. It's easy to activate something else and come back late. See, you're falling into what I do. I like Paramount Plus. I'm subscribed right now. I won't be subscribed probably in two or three months from now because I'll get my Star Trek out of the way and then. I'll look to Hulu or Netflix for my next thing, but. I have a golden retriever slash mastiff, and she's large, and her tail's like like an arm, just an arm that just beats on stuff. A big puppy. She's yeah. very sweet. Big puppy. She's dog. just a puppy, though. She's just a giant puppy. Big puppy. Dog. 
So uh, we'll be back next month and uh, pick another year and we'll do this Talk all. Talk about the Eternals. I, I almost want to run a rig, the random number generator, to pick another 80. I like the RNG. Yeah. I think it really adds something to No, we're going to watch. We're going to pick apart attention? the. We're, we're going to talk about off, the Eternals. Right? I'm making sure that we and don't cover it. How many. So, and this is that's how we're dictating the length of this season yeah. is, is yeah. once we run out of the. It's about 30. Yeah. 30 years, so we're going to cover everyone. No, the season's going to be about the Eternals. That's what I've been trying to tell you guys. <laughs> That's what we're going to focus on. Well, I thought we are going to do a no, Mr. Ed a good episode laugh, by episode podcast. Like, pull up, uh, you know, they sometimes with comic book movies, they'll do a side-by-side of, like, the character and the one from the movie. Yeah. Pull up the side-by-side. You'll see what I'm talking about yeah. immediately. Look, the main character, the uh, Rob Stark, his mm. character, Apollo. Yeah. Blonde <laughs> with, like, a bowl-looking haircut. Red and blue out, like real... Homelander? Just, it's... No, not American. (laughs) No, he's just a... He he is an arrow. The arrow flies. Yeah. That's his whole thing. They just made them too pretty. Everyone was too pretty and everyone was too... I don't know. Kunal Mangiani was the best part of that movie. Mm. 1982 is now closing forever and we'll never mention it again. You guys, I was just born. Oh. Oh. 1983. Uh, between this episode and the next episode, Evan will have turned 40, 40 years old. Yeah. Milestone. Yeah. Mm, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel every every bit of it. So. But yeah, we'll, we will see you <laughs> next time. It's a nightmare. It's great. On Doggett Club. I think Tom needs to leave the house this time. No, you'll be back. He's he's leaving with y'all. No, he's. We're gonna bring him back. He's gonna go to your house. He's gonna go to my house. Yeah, I'll bring him stuff him in the trunk. He's badass. I'll I'll help you put his car seat in. I'm gonna watch. (laughs) Gonna watch Top Gun. (laughs) Little guy. Little baby TC. He's a little guy. You know he has a car seat. He's so small. <laughs> a little Hubbard Jr. You think of him just like a me- full man, but like, ah, gosh darn it, he's in like a little leg sticking out, and he's just like, <laughs> You know how we're going to end this episode with a salute to Ronel Elron? Elron Hubbard. Thank you for the medal. LRH. 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 Wow. <laughs>